Pickaxe. Hey all, I'm Dr. Alok Kanoja, but the internet knows me as Dr. K. I spent seven years studying to become a monk and then became a psychiatrist. I want to tell you a little bit about my podcast, Healthy Gamer GG where we combine my clinical experience of practicing psychiatry and sprinkle in years of experience as a meditation teacher and sort of focus on spirituality. So on the podcast, we're going to approach very common everyday problems from each of these lenses. And what we really do well is blend science and spirituality to create the most accessible solutions for people for their everyday problems. So check us out at Healthy Gamer GG on YouTube, Spotify, or Apple. Howdy, everyone. Uh, welcome to the newest episode of Dungeons & Randomness. A uh, couple of announcements. One, uh, we are now being sponsored by Audible.com. Uh, throughout the weeks, we're going to be highlighting certain books that we've been listening to because we're not just advertising them. We actually do listen to books through Audible. Like We, we enjoy the service. Uh, so, uh, throughout the weeks, we're going to be highlighting uh, certain books. Uh, World War Z has been like a tremendous favorite. There's a complete collector's edition coming out with five extra hours of audio, and it's it's a fantastic book. Uh, highly recommend checking that out. Or uh, again, uh, starting in the next episode, we'll really start highlighting them. Uh, but if you'd like to help out the podcast a little bit, you can check out a free trial of Audible by going to audibletrial.com slash podcast. That's D-A-N-D-R podcast. Uh, and uh, we get a little taste of that if, if you check it out. And it's completely free and all that good stuff. So um, on top of that, uh, we are currently working on a website. Uh, that'll be a complete hub for everything DNR. So uh, when it's all said and done, we're going to have uh, links to the, the wiki and, and everything that we've, we've had uh, a tremendous amount of help uh, from a, a few different people. I want to thank Xavier and uh, I, I want to thank Noah Lebec. Uh, been helping out a hell of a lot with the wiki page. I, I've been busy recently and, and just getting episodes done has been a tremendous amount of work. But uh, th those people have been really helping out and it's very, very much appreciated. Uh, when it's all said and done, that will be the complete hub for everything DNR. So you'll be able to find episodes and, and, and stuff about the cast and... and uh, all kinds of great stuff. Every episode will be cataloged on the website. Because uh, I know you can only get the last 20 on iTunes. Something like that. Unless you have a special deal with them, which we do not have, sadly. Uh, other than that, ladies and gentlemen, sit back. Let us know what you think. Uh, rate us on iTunes. It's tremendously helpful. Uh, you can find us on Facebook currently uh, at uh, facebook.com slash dungeonsandrandomness. And let us know what you think of each group, how they're doing, how they're progressing. All that feedback is tremendously helpful. Uh, sit back and enjoy the episode. Uh, we can go around a room and, uh, and, and introduce ourselves here. I am Jason Massey. I'm the Dungeon Master. Uh, and we have Tyson. Hey, I'm Tyson. I play Galford, and I'm a gnome warlock. Uh, and alone. Hello, I'm Alana. I am an elf, and what do I do? I'm a cleric. <laughs> One a.m. This is One a.m. This. Starting off strong. Megan. Hi, I'm Tala, and I'm the Razor Claw Shifter. And Brian. 
I am Brian. I play the mole or mule, whatever you want to call it, whatever is the least offensive to you, and I am the ruined priest. And Shane? I am Solomon Chandler, a human seeker. And Daniel? I play Trixie, the drow assassin. All right, so... Um, the last time we all sat down, well, the, the time before the last time we all sat down, uh, you guys were arrested in Brightport and shipped off uh, into your new life of slavery. Um, it has been uh, a couple of days since then, and you guys have had some time to chit-chat on your ride there. Um, you were placed in these large wagons, and uh, you're, you're kind of making your way south. And it's this long caravan of wagons. So each one of these can hold about, you know, five or six people. Not necessarily comfortably. They kind of, like, jam you back there. So you're almost sitting in each other's lap. But uh, it's the, they're not really worried about your comfort. So uh, so these, these carts are just kind of, like, wobbling back and forth. You've, you've kind of reached a point where uh, you, you, you've run out of road. And then past that, you've run out of, like hills and grass, and now you've just reached sand. Um, so on top of it being an uncomfortable, bumpy ride, it's just hot as hell. Really, really hot. Um, I don't know if you guys would like to have a conversation on the way there, because the last time, I mean, the, the last episode, you guys kind of, uh, with Alana and everything, I mean, you may have a lot to talk about. Um... Uh, I, I'm 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 sure uh, I'm sure by now, uh, Trixie and and uh, uh, Baran have figured out like what's going on. Like they weren't told that they were being sold into slavery, but by now, I mean, shackles riding south. Like you get it. Anybody want to start pointing the finger, or should I? Go for it. Alfred, you suck. I hate you so much right now. So Galford sort of looks up and, and uh, looks around the the cards, I guess, and, and sees everybody. And uh, I guess everyone's sort of looking towards him and, and placing the blame on him. So he's got a few things to say to get off of his chest, um, but doesn't have the usual kind of screwed up smile or, or sort of smarmy smile on his face. He does look a little bit more serious than he normally does. So, and basically, you know, lets it all out and says, you know, okay, I'd like everyone in the group to listen to me. You know, I know it's, it's not surprising that I'm talking and that you're probably all used to the fact that I always seem to be saying something, but this time I'd like everyone to actually listen as I'm actually telling the truth. So things are grim. I know you're silently spreading blame and doubt around the group right now, and, and that some of you, uh, you know, felt that my attempts to speak to the guard captain in Brightport drew suspicion towards us. Well, in my defense, I knew that we'd be brought in by those guards the moment they saw us, and I felt that trying to identify any, you know, corrupt or pliable individuals might gain us an advantage or find someone with ties to Silverclaw to get us out of that mess. Not surprisingly, we were double-crossed, but, you know, Graddock did have a pretty valid point that our stealth mission was far from stealthy. So he looks around the room at Rikus, who stumbled down the hall, and, and Tala running away from the dragon. Uh, so why are we still together? 
I mean, this is a group of individuals. I have no doubt that Trixie could have snuck away by now or, or escaped our original holding cell back there in no time. So uh, Gelfer kind of glances over at Rikus when he says holding cell. Um, he motions to Tala and says, Tala, you're powerful, you're full of rage, yet you keep it in and you don't unleash it on us for landing, landing you in this predicament. Why? You know, I can tell you right now that I've traveled with many groups in the past and have left them in worse situations than this when it suited my needs to move on. Some of them, I've convinced them to give me all their treasures before I left them for dead. So, why are we together? I believe that, like the rest of you, you know, I sense that our coming together was no mere coincidence, and this group might be destined for something. I prefer to bend fate in a direction that usually benefits only me, but in this case, powers in the Fae and beyond are drawing me to stay in this direction like a moth to a flame. Do I consider you my friends? No. I call no one friend. But I'll fight to keep this group together, as I'd like a ringside seat for whatever grand purpose the powers have planned for our little collective here. Uh, you know, some of you might see our exploits so far as folly and failure, but I still see potential. We freed Baranith. Uh, we've defeated Black Teeth. We infiltrated one of the most powerful houses of Brightport. We defeated Necromancers. We stole their most powerful artifact and survived a harrowing encounter with a white dragon. I mean, if we were actually sharpened and focused, we'd be a pretty powerful force. So, okay, I've got a vision now where, you know, Rikus can bring justice to these slavers with the group here by his side united. I don't think any of us is leaving, and our true purpose will eventually be revealed. Uh, looking back, I feel each one of us would have had a separate idea on how best to use the Gold Dragon of Brightport anyways. But now I'm a little more confident that we're agreed on how to deal with slave traders. So he kind of rolls his eyes and, you know, shrugs his shoulders as, you know, at least we're unified in the fact that we're in a bad situation. But we all know how to deal with slave traders. Hopefully no one objects to, uh, to fighting our way out of a bad situation. So he glances around the room, kind of falls silent and, and uh, you know, sulks. Uh, the entire time you're making this speech... <laughs> mm. Um, like I said, these, these, these wagons can hold five or six people. Uh, there just so happens to be a sixth person jammed into this wagon, uh, who has said nothing up until now, but kind of stares at you while you're making this speech. Clearly you're not addressing him as you've never met, but, uh, yeah, that like, he's just kind of like staring at you the entire time. And that would be Tholomon. Yes. That would be Tholomon. So uh, Tholomon uh, takes a look at uh, Galford, and he says, So you stole the Golden Dragon. How'd that work out? It's, uh, through an unfortunate series of circumstances, it, it didn't work out on our end. Um, but... Uh, you know, we were in the city of thieves, and I'm frankly, I'm not surprised we ended up where we were. However, the folks in this group here wanted to go ahead and and take this job without doing a whole lot of other uh, other research first. You know, we we actually acquired the item in question, but uh, as you can see, look where we ended up. Why would you take the golden dragon? Uh, 
you know, we I think we each had our own idea about what the gold dragon would bring us. Uh, whether it was individually or as a group, I'm not sure. But, um, you know, I think we were all surprised when we actually got a hold of it. Uh, what we would have done with it from there, uh, I think I know what I would have done with it. What would you have done with it? Taking it and run well, as fast as he can. Yeah, ideally, I, I think we could have we could have used it to potentially get ourselves some, you know, riches and power, and then either get ourselves out of Brightport or, you know, a, uh, a position in one of the houses that was beneficial to us, which was kind of promised to us in the deal. But uh, hindsight is twenty twenty, as they say. However, luckily, we were brought in by some uh, some guards on the straight and narrow there, and the captain of the the guard. And just brought back for questioning. So, uh, you know, nothing, nothing unsavory has happened since then. Galford kind of rolls his eyes and pulls on his chains. Uh, Tholomon just snickers and says, it sounds like you just did it for your own greed. Yeah, congratulations. I'd like to introduce you to Mr. Greedy here. Hence why we're (laughs) all sitting here. Who might you be, dear? I'm Trixie. Don't worry about it. (laughs) Nice to meet you, too. You know, if I remember correctly, I wanted to explore some of the other houses in Brightport and gather a little bit more information about what made the city run. Because there were lots of opportunities for us to feed our greed instead of going for the biggest prize, which also set us up for the biggest fall. But, you know, I don't think I was alone in accepting that deal. When he, when he flashed that 5,000 gold in front of us, you know, everybody was in. It was a, it was a unified choice to take that, uh, take that deal. Last I recall, we all wanted you to shut up, and oh, look, you're still talking. What a surprise. Sounds like you guys were tricked. Yeah, it sounds like we didn't accomplish what was agreed upon, and I think that's true if, if you look at the, the how stealthy our group was in this particular mission. You know, when we took the deal, we were just waiting for, really waiting for Rikus to agree. He was the only one that was apprehensive about it. Um, but however, he stood up naked from his bed and saw that gold, and, and we all agreed, and Look where we ended up. So, but that's in the past. Not that exactly. Gave you the our, job. Uh, it was some some gnome named Gradic who was. Uh, <laughs> you've heard he of Gradic, I take it. Of course, I've heard of Gradic. He's well known around this freaking place. You haven't heard of him? Yeah, I'm surprised I haven't heard of him because he seems to uh, uh, peddle some of the same wares that I have in the past. Yeah, you guys didn't take a very good choice on taking a job from Gradic. Probably should have stepped away when you could. Yeah. Although, looking at you, you're kind of in the same boat as us. How did you end up getting picked up by this lovely band? Well, you see, I don't steal for greed. I steal from those who steal themselves. I do what's right. Oh, so you're a regular Robin Hood, eh? I guess you could say that. Okay. You and Rikus will get along, uh, get along quite well. Um... I don't know. <laughs> Have you seen any way we can get out of this? Do you know anything else about these slavers that we that might help us? If I knew, would I be standing here right now? <laughs> if you find something out, let me know first. Oh, definitely. I'd be out of here if I knew. Uh, so the the carts just kind of trudge uh, through the sand, and it, it takes a couple more days to get where you're going. Uh, during that time, every once in a while, you're allowed to kind of step out of the cart and stretch your legs. Uh, but uh, 
being shackled, you know, ankles and, and wrists, it's not like you're going to run off. And, I mean, there's plenty of guards to keep you in line anyway. Uh, they, they give you some bread here and there, and then they, they give you some water. Like, just enough to keep you from not dying. Or to keep you from dying. Yes, it's 1 a.m. <laughs> We're all dying a little bit. Yeah. Um, so, eventually, uh, you reach these mammoth gates. And traveling through the desert, you've seen no signs of life. Nothing. Peering out of the back of the cart as it goes on, you've, you've seen nothing that looks to be a settlement or a tent or a backpacker anything nothing and then eventually you guys reach uh these these mammoth gates uh surrounded by this gorgeous smooth sandstone uh that the entire place is immaculate and it's weird because <clears throat> you would imagine it would get pelted by sandstorms and 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 whatever lives out in the desert but this place is just gorgeous um uh, the the these huge iron gates part just enough to let this wagon train in uh, and immediately upon crossing the threshold of the gates uh, the 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 ride evens out and it's just smooth as silk because the innards of this city are completely paved uh, just just gorgeous on either side of the street there's these running water canals of just gorgeous blue crystal clear water uh, there's all kinds of hanging plants and ivy-looking uh, <clears throat> uh, uh, plants all over, all around the city, kind of hanging off of canopies, providing like really nice shade. So uh, as you're as you're rolling through the city, uh, it, 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 your your eyes are kind of adjusting between light dark, light dark as you're traveling in and out of shade. And <clears throat> eventually, you are brought towards the rear of the city near this this immense coliseum and uh, all of the carts stop and people are brought you know all of you are brought out <clears throat> and you are led single file into this uh, this this uh, this ramp that leads down uh, so this is kind of the back door to the arena type of thing so uh, you can you can kind of hear like bursts of like applause or shouting, cheering, something like that from the arena itself. But as you're led further and further down, uh, it kind of becomes muffled, and it's almost more of a bass type of thing where you you can feel like people stomping, people clapping, all that stuff. But you can't you can't really make out the cheering so much. Um. Uh, you, along with about twenty others, are lined up. Uh, in this 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 dark sandy type of room, just lit by torches. Uh, even though it's perfectly bright outside, there's 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 no natural light getting in down here. And uh, uh, the guards just kind of line you up, and then someone who is clearly in charge uh, is walking up and down the line. And uh, all of the all of the guards that brought you in are carrying standard uh, like sword, shield, that type of thing. Uh, the occasional spear, bow and arrow, something like that. 
all of the guards within the complex have these large clubs that are coated in leather. And uh, what you gather from that is that these are for reprimanding people. They're not trying to hurt you so irrevocably, irrevocably that you can't fight anymore, because that's your job now, is to fight. But they definitely want to hurt you. Um, so the slave master walks up and down the line and just starts... Uh, he'll, he'll point to somebody and then motion towards one of the doors. And then... He'll, he'll walk up and down the line, point to someone else, motion towards a different door. Up and down the line, and he's selected U6, when he's all said and done, to go to a door on the left. And you are led to a separate holding area than most of the other individuals were taken to. And let me load up that map for you. So, this is what your new home looks like. <laughs> uh, which is a dank little dungeon type of area. <clears throat> so, if you get... In fact, I'll just slide your characters onto the board. So... Uh, you are all piled. You are all piled into this room, and the door is just kind of uh, slammed shut behind you. And then you can hear like either a series of locks or or some very complex lock. And you are kind of left to your devices. In the room, you see what looks to be a communal water basin. Uh, it's this large stone basin that is filled up with. Um, not the freshest looking of water. Uh, also around the room, you you notice these small holding cells. Uh, and around the holding cells is a lot of uh, just just blood stained uh, concrete tile underneath of it, where someone was clearly reprimanded. Um, the opposite side of the room houses two uh, two grates. Now, you don't see a bathroom. So you're guessing those two grates are to carry away your waste. Hmm. <laughs> um, in the room with you uh, are two, uh, two human females uh, who are kind of positioned in one of the corners uh, who stop their conversation momentarily while you uh, file in and then go back to speaking to each other just kind of in uh, a little more like a hushed tone. So they're just kind of whispering back and forth to each other. Um, all the way in the back of the room, in a corner, sitting at the only furniture provided in this room, is uh, a very large tiefling male. Uh, he's sitting in this kind of rickety-looking chair and this small table, just kind of leaning up against it, uh, not making eye contact whatsoever, uh, and this guy looks just just from you looking across the room at him. He looks large. Uh, he looks to be around the seven foot area. So, what would you guys like to do? I I don't think we should talk to them. 
Um, I'll I'll go talk to the two human females. Hey, uh, Rickus. Rickus, go go talk to the big guy. <laughs> Who are you again? <laughs> uh, so Branith is approaching the two uh, human females here. Uh, just right there. Um, so as you approach them, they kind of stop talking and uh, they 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 took a look, take a look at you real quick and just kind of assess you. Um, and instantly. Uh, the one on the right says, Hi, Katie, nice to meet you. And extends her hand. Um, so I'm, I'm going to shake Katie's hand and say, Hi, nice to meet you. My name's Braneth. Um, you know, what is this place? Where are we now? Wow, they didn't, they didn't brief you on any of this or anything, huh? They just threw you in here? Mm-hmm. Uh, well, this is the city of Anakol, and we're getting prepared for the tournament. And the uh, female next to her speaks up uh, and says, uh, Hi, Syl, and extends her hand, too. Uh, that's my sister. Uh, we got picked up about three weeks ago. And we were told that we could earn our freedom back if we were to make it to the end of the tournament, which no one ever does. So you guys have about two weeks to prepare, I guess. Uh, Katie speaks How? up. Uh, oh, go ahead, sir. I I just I want to know how long they've been here. Uh, about three weeks, she said. Hmm. Uh, Katie speaks up and says, um, they must think you have a chance because they, they stuck you in here. Uh, we started out in the general prisoner's quarters and kind of earned our way in a, in a cell here with Vallis, who's never lost a fight. So you're, if you're not fighting, you're in this dungeon. Um, who are you fighting? Uh, Syl speaks up this time and says it's pretty much whatever they happen upon in the desert. Um, God knows what they're going to throw us uh, throw at us in the, at the tournament, but I've heard some pretty horrible stories. Um, they'll trudge dungeons. They'll uh, you'll fight other prisoners sometimes, but it's it's kind of them or you, really. Hmm. Um, uh, and who, who, sorry, who's the tiefling? What's his name? Uh, Katie speaks up this time. Uh, that's Phallus. I would not recommend going over to him. <laughs> What's his story? Uh, he barely ever speaks. Uh, I know he broke a guard's arm once. Which <sighs> earned him a beating, but he didn't seem to care too much. Okay. Um... Uh, I'm I'm assuming the rest of my team is hearing this. Yeah. Uh, right. It's a it's a pretty small room. Like they're they're within earshot. Oh boy. So Branith just kind of becomes quiet, 
kind of finds a spot on the floor next to the wall um, and tries to sit uh, and just kind of meditate and, you know, and take in everything that's happened in, in the last couple of days, um, not really knowing what to make of this um, and trying to hold back some some choice words for uh, a certain individual. I'm mad at Rikas too. So, uh, <laughs> hearing that, uh, that the two girls had mentioned that you could win your freedom by fighting in this tournament, as bleak as it may be, um, Galford actually turns to Rikas and says, you know, like, Rikas, did you hear that? You know, we're going to have to fight. We may die, but there's an opportunity we could earn our freedom through, you know, hey, doing what you do best, which is smash people with your hammer. Uh, Rikus, at this point, hearing Alfred talk, kind of scoffs a little bit and, and, and just says, yeah, what I do best. Hey, Jason. Yes, sir. Could I use insight on the water? Well, insight's a conversational thing. You can, <laughs> well, you I can can't talk to the water? You can definitely, uh, you could definitely use a perception check on it. Okay, can I use a perception check then? Sure. Uh, what is that? <laughs> like, not no. What do I roll? Right. Um, go under uh, your character there, and then skills and perception. So you'd roll a d20 plus six. All right. So d20 is right here. Computer needs to hurry up and. All right. D20 plus six. Let me get to this. It's been so long. There we go. Should roll. Thank you. Damn it. 18. Get the first one. Okay. Yeah. Um, the water looks used. Uh, ah. There doesn't. There, do, <laughs> there. There doesn't seem to be any cups or anything like that. So everyone just kind of uses their hands. Uh, you're not exactly sure when or if you're going to get a chance to take a shower or clean up in any way. Uh, but that does appear to be your only water source. So. Solomon looks at it in disgust and just walks away from it. Goes back to uh, Rikas. Uh, Katie kind of sees this from across the room and shouts, it's like, you're going to get thirsty eventually, trust me. <laughs> don't don't worry about me. Worth you should be worrying about yourself. Would it be worth it to do a dungeoneering check down here to see if there's any way out, which there probably isn't. But uh, Sure, you can try that. Uh, Solomon, you look like a pretty crafty guy. You, uh, you see any, any ways out of this room? I could check. I think you have the best engineering. <laughs> I got plus six. I have zero. <laughs> All right, let me, let me do it. Uh, 14. Um, the only, the, the only opening besides the door, you notice, uh, in the, uh, in a corner of the room... There's this hatch. Uh, it looks like a trap door that is is locked up, but uh, you're suspecting that that's more of a prisoner timeout type thing, like a solitary, not not an escape hatch. If it were that simple, uh, you know, there probably wouldn't be anybody in this room. <laughs> uh, I I go to uh, ask Alfred, and I say, I know we just met, and I know, you know, we may not trust each other as as much as we should seeing as we have just met, but if uh, you and Rikas 
trust me enough to go over to the big guy down there. Maybe we could ask him what it really is. I bet he knows. Rick is at this point hearing the, I guess, offer from the, the new person to join our group. Kind of scoffs again a little bit and, and just says, all right, yeah, go for it. All right. I'm going to approach so, that bastard. That's a good way to start. That's, that's... Yeah, yeah. Hey, go for it, Junior. <laughs> good luck, Junior. So... He actually has the word bastard painted in blood on his armor. <laughs> <laughs> All right. I'll Get go my over back. there. I really don't care. All right, so it's Tala and uh, Thalon who's approaching. All right. So, okay. So Tala and Baranith approach uh, Valus, who is just kind of sitting... Again, not, not just kind of staring into the middle distance, not really concentrating on anything. At least that's what it looks like. Uh, so when you walk up, uh, he would be staring at your feet. Uh, Why? Well, he's just kind of staring at the floor, and you just walked into his field of vision. He wasn't... It. He's not a foot fetishist or something. Like, yeah, he just, is he jealous? Yeah, he, uh, now, do you want to open by saying anything to him, or just kind of wait for him to notice you? Uh, wait for him to notice us. All right. An uncomfortable amount of time passes. Uh, like 30, 40 seconds, you guys are just standing there. He's not acknowledging your presence, and you're not saying anything to him, so it's this weird, awkward standoff. Yo, Valis! <laughs> I sound like Rocky. Uh, <laughs> hey! <laughs> Hey! Hey! And not even looking up, uh, he kind of... It, it's this really deep, low voice. Uh, and he just says, what? Do you know what that hatch door is? And he says nothing for a bit. And then, uh, eventually when he sees that you're not walking away... He says, why don't you ask one of the guards? That's a good idea. <laughs> hmm. Do you know where I can find one? Outside. Alright, thanks for cooperating. And... So you're just walking away? Yeah, I'm walking <laughs> away. The... <laughs> hey, he, hey he's, he said more than I thought he would. Uh, so... Uh, walking back, uh, do you guys want to do anything else, or do you want me to advance this a little? Uh, yeah, I'd say I went anywhere. I'm just gonna hang. I'm hanging out over there. So you're just standing in front of him. Not standing in front of him. <laughs> I'm just gonna lean against the wall because it's okay. kind of a quieter corner, and frankly, Tala in general prefers to be kind of by herself. Okay. And that's kind of as close as she's gonna get. Because <laughs> he might lie. as well be no one. <laughs> Don't lie. You- you know, you're kind of into him checking out your feet. <laughs> got some pretty toenails. Goddamn, you figured out Tala's deep dark secret. <laughs> she used to be a foot model in another life. <laughs> For Dr. Scholes. <laughs> uh, so, some time goes by. And uh, a group of guards... Uh, burst in the room after you hear the door unlocking. 
Uh, and a horde of guards walk in the room. And uh, they, 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 they definitely, it's like, you, new people, let's go. But they take three of you away down, as soon as you leave the room, they take three of you and walk down one, uh, one end of the room, or one end of the corridor, and then three of you and walk the other way. So, uh, Trixie, Baranith, and Tala are heading towards the arena. Rikus, Galford, and Tholomon are heading further into the complex. So, here's what's going to happen. Uh, what we're going to do is load up the arena. This doesn't sound good. What could be bad about the arena? No, they split the <laughs> girls up. That doesn't sound good. So, what's going to happen here is... It's mating season. <laughs> yeah. Uh, I'm just going to plop you guys onto the field here. Foot Fetish Central. This is taking a dark turn. I, I, <laughs> I, hey, come I on, man, we're slaves. I haven't got to mention my penis yet, so... Oh, no. Good. Uh, let's see here. So, as you're led up into the arena, uh, the, 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 the Trixie, Braneth, and Tala are led up into the arena, and there's this kind of hype man, this announcer... And uh, he's just yelling and sc- just like trying to get the crowd like into it. And as soon as they three, they, as soon as they see like three, uh, three ladies walk in, they go fucking crazy because <laughs> um, there are a ton of male slaves, but there aren't a ton of female slaves. So what they like to do is put female slaves together as a team, just like they did with Syl and Katie. And it's just as well that they're sisters anyway. So uh, they've stuck you three together to see, just to kind of like gauge you and see what you can do. And the hype man's going on and on about it. Uh, And uh, eventually he gets to the portion where he's announcing your opponent. And the gate on the opposite side of uh, of the arena opens up. And several crazed-looking... Uh, hold on one second, let me get them. Holy God, someone died. Shoe salesman. <laughs> <laughs> someone died before it even starts. This is looking good, you guys. <laughs> good several job, crazed shoe salesmen. <laughs> yep. uh, and, and these really disheveled-looking humans... Uh, they're, they're, they're clearly human, but at the same time, they look like they've either been locked away for a real long time, or they've just gone stir-crazy, or whatever. So as soon as this gate opens, and beyond the gate you just see shadow, where there's no natural light in there whatsoever. As soon as the gate opens up, these guys just, they're, they're not even walking upright. That's how fucking weird they are. they just wa- almost like apes, just, just oh. running in hands and, and, and feet. So, several of these guys run in, and they start to form a semicircle around the ladies. God, they got uh, cornrows. Yeah, the cornrow rapists. <laughs> <laughs> Damn. 
Although I feel sorry for them, though, with the three ladies that are out there. Ooh, they keep coming. Is that an insult, Galford? Good lord! No, no, I'm just saying that these guys are in trouble. Like, so, these girls can take care of themselves. Uh, what I'd like you to do is roll initiative. Hmm. <laughs> initiative? Why do we need that? You can not roll initiative and just take your turn at the end. <laughs> no, I th- no initiative's like the one roll I'm actually usually really good at. Well, then you might want to take that. So. Yeah. Oh, good grief. <laughs> All right. Uh, let me know your initiative as soon as you roll it. Ten. Oof. Okay. It's not the end of the world. We don't know what they've rolled yet. Uh, let's see. Tally, you rolled a 25, right? I rolled a 25. Oh, okay. So did Tala. Okay, you both did. Okay. I was about to say, I know I didn't see things. Yes, you did. It's 1 o'clock in the morning. It's 2 o'clock in the morning. Oh, shut up. <laughs> <laughs> and the rest. All right, so let's sort this. And Trixie, you're going to get ready and go first. Now, uh... Because you're you're at half a party, you're gonna want to be careful about putting yourself in an awkward position. But go right ahead, have at it. Uh, there are eight of these uh, these these crazed-looking psychopaths. Now they're all sporting clubs too, by the way. <laughs> the just, cavemen? No, just almost. They're almost subhuman. They're just these club sporting crazies. Do they have like mankind like? Brown burlap sacks on them? No. Oh, okay. They are wearing. They're they're barely clothed too. They're all just Ugh. kind of wearing like they're they're wearing really tattered pants and like they've definitely been here for a while. Oof. Good luck. Um. <laughs> they probably smell. Ew! I don't want to think about it. <laughs> oh, they definitely smell. So I... Let's see here. I wanted to use my Executioner's Noose. And you can do... One, two, three. So... An Executioner's Noose will pull them to you, from what I understand. Uh, pull the target... It says pull the target two squares. Yes. There. Okay. And then that will be... Um, 1d20 plus 7. Yes. I mean, eight. <laughs> I stepped on a cat. And he meows like a cat as the, as, uh, yes, that, that is a crit miss. Wonderful. Okay. His, his meow of rage distracted you <laughs> and totally threw you off your game. So. Thanks. Uh, Tally, your turn. I am I going am to use Flame Seed. So that would be a d20 plus 5 here. Uh, 14. I... Am I going to have to roll... um, No, I have to roll several times, don't I? Because it's a a range? Or no, it's one creature target. Never mind. Okay, hold on a second. Flame Seed. So... Um... Let me just make sure this... One second. So it's... Uh, standard action, one creature, so yeah, that just misses. Well, wait, what's that against? 
Reflex. It's against reflex. Uh, that'll that, that'll hit. Yay! <laughs> Which one was that targeting again? Uh, that would be targeting this individual right here. Okay. So he takes a d6 plus one. Okay, he takes four damage. Okay. So he burst into flames and immediately just starts running around. Uh, just hands in the air, his, his, his pants on fire. Uh, the flames run up his body and he drops to the ground dead. Wow. What the hell? <laughs> oh. Damn. Okay, then. These guys are fragile. Also, also to... oh, anyone sorry, that... Okay. Anyone yeah, that was ahead. near him, that's a fiery zone now, so they'll take fire damage as well on their turns. Uh, let's see here. Action range. I believe. What's the zone on that? It's one. Oh, just that one. Just okay. One. Yeah, it's a number four. All right. So what we'll do? Number four will also take damage. Uh, so no, because he was here, which means that it just yeah. It's just outside well, was, that zone. Well, he was yeah. here, wasn't he? Nope. I he yeah, there. I thought he was right next. He was to here. Him. Yeah. Four. He might have been. Okay, I'll I'll just say yes, because that's quicker. <laughs> uh, okay, so that's on their turn. They take fire damage. All right, and, and seven. Okay, so crazed human rambler, rabble uh, is going to. Hmm. Uh, he's going to race down here. One, two, three. Six, and he is going to take a swing at Tala uh, with his club because that's the only weapon and skill he seems to have freaking Captain Caveman 22 oh, dang against AC what's that made out of? Uh, no right? club mostly most <laughs> of the ingredients in club are club uh, Makes sense. 1d6 plus 3 8 wow that's a good hit so, all right. So, he whacked you pretty good with his club. <laughs> uh, and then... Number one is going to race down here and do the same against Tala. Dang. Uh, let me make sure that that's the... Jeez, everyone's beating up on me. Twelve. Totally misses. Thank God. Uh, and then number two is going to race down to Trixie and do the same. 25. Uh, that'll hit, so... 7 damage. Really? So, <laughs> right off the bat, you guys are noticing that these... They have almost no... Uh, no frontal lobe intelligence. They're just running. It's like... Uh, they're, they're just... <laughs> like, they're not even speaking intelligently. They're just making noises and shouting. Uh, number five is going to race down to Trixie. So th they, they seem to be wanting to surround somebody really quickly. I do have a question, Jason. Yes, sir. Because they're so stupid, if you hit them in the balls, they probably wouldn't feel it, huh? Uh, but, well, you don't need intelligence to feel pain. I mean, it's just... I don't know, man. 
Uh, number five is going to take a swipe at Trixie. Fifteen, that's going to miss. And then that brings up Baraneth. Um. Okay, so I'm going to use my uh, Shield of Faith as a minor action. So it's a close burst five. You and each ally in the burst uh, is targeted. Each target gains a plus two power bonus to AC until the end of the encounter. Okay. Um, so, good for us. Uh, I'm going to move next to this asshole number one, and I'm going to use my astral seal, which is a d20 plus nine. Oh, god damn it. <laughs> <laughs> and, uh... Twelve. <laughs> yeah, and, uh, I'm done, so I'm going to... Oof, okay. Well, you already moved, so you gotta stay there. There we go. Uh, but you got Shield of Faith up, so that's cool. Was that an encounter power, or just... Yeah, that's a daily. Alright. Yeah, so that and that's for the duration of the encounter. That's good, though. That's good. Uh, crazed human number four. As soon as it's his turn, he's going to burst into flames and die. What? <laughs> As because he's standing in that zone. Clearly so, very unstable. Yeah. <laughs> They're all made of pop rocks. Damn. This spontaneous combustion thing is making me a little weirded out, considering that they're all standing so close. <laughs> uh, which brings up number eight. Uh, one, two, three, four, five, six. All right. Uh, he is going to take a swipe at, he, he shouts again and it sounds like a cat, but it's them. I swear to God, it's them. Uh, they, they're so crazy. They just meow at people. They don't even know how to scream intimidatingly. So he whips his club back and says, meow, and... He rolls an eight, so that means he's going to miss. But he's so crazy, he doesn't mind. Uh, he just no. paws at the air and just goes, like, yes. rawr. Yeah. <laughs> Number six. Uh, okay, so he is flanking Trixie with... Okay, so yes. Uh, Thirteen, still going to miss. Uh, which brings up Trixie. Alright, so I think I'm going to use Shadow Storm. Against uh, number eight here. Mm-hmm. Let's see. That is. It targets one creature. It says if I hit, it's a dexterity modifier damage plus one damage for each creature adjacent to the target. Okay. So I'm gonna, it's a d20 plus ten. It's a twenty-six. Uh, that will hit anything you like. <laughs> okay. Um, if I hit. It'd be 1d10 plus 6. Wait, um, was that a private roll you did? Oopsies. Yeah. I'll take your word for it, because cause I, I like the cut of your jib, and I think you're being honest with me. Yeah, it was an, it was, I was messing with the buttons down here, and I accidentally clicked it on private. <laughs> <laughs> I promise it was a 26. Okay. okay. Um, so a 1d10 plus 6, and then I guess... One, two... It'll be an extra three, because he, he's adjacent to three other ones. 
Well, four, including me, I guess? Yes. Okay. So, 11 plus four? Okay. 15? Uh, and that is that is eight or six, you said? I'm sorry. It was a 1d10 plus six? No, no, no. Which one are you targeting? Um, I'm targeting number eight. Okay. So, you sink your, your blade into eight. Uh, and and his eyes go wide with pain and surprise, and uh, he starts slipping towards the ground and shouts, Row! and then uh, dies. Uh, which will? Oh, do you want to shift or anything? No. Okay, that'll bring up Tala. Now, as you bring up shifting, I'm going to shift into my do a tiger form. Okay. And in order to do that, I'm going to be using my Grasping Claws attack on number one right here. So that's 16. Okay. First reflex. Uh, let's see here. That, what was it again? 14, 16. Yeah, that'll hit. Okay, totally great. Hit. Sweet. Um, D8 plus four. Yes! Uh, you swipe at him, and you just shred this guy. He's totally dead. Awesome. Totally, totally dead. Done. Uh, would you like to do anything else? Shift? Anything like that? Um, I think I'll move forward a square just so I'm between Branith and this other dude, because I'm pretty sure he's going to charge either at her or me next. Okay. And I'd rather the healer be safer than me. <laughs> okay, that's that's good thinking. Uh, number seven's turn. He is going to swing his club at you. Uh, 17 versus AC. It's going to miss. How uh, a <laughs> Yeah. <laughs> Um, they're, again, they're not tacticians. They're just really clumsy at what they're doing. Uh, number two is going to shift, and uh, so they have Trixie, you know, fairly surrounded here. Uh, he's going to use his club attack and swing. 27, that's going to hit. Uh, and then eight damage. So, oh, wait a minute. Yeah, that's still going to hit you, never mind. <laughs> I was about to say, that's... You, you get a plus two to your defense, but that's not gonna... It's totally not gonna do it. Uh, and then number five is also going to swing at Trixie. No! Stop <laughs> 21. it! 21. Uh, even with a plus two, that's still gonna hit you. Uh, so... Ugh. Uh, five damage. Uh, that brings you down to eight hit points. And that brings up Baranith. Um, okay, so I'm going to use my sunburst against uh, this asshole number two. Um, so that's a d20 plus nine. Uh, 27. Oh, that'll totally hit. Yeah, take that motherfucker. Um, <laughs> Thank you, Baranith. Well, you know. Um, so each ally within five squares gains five temporary hit points and can make a saving throw. I don't think we need saving throws right now, but you know, it's not bad. Um, my damage is, um, the 10 plus five. 
13. Uh, that was to two, you said? Uh, yeah. Okay. Uh, he is totally well and dead. <laughs> Very nice. Uh, do you want to shift or anything like that? Um, ah, I'll just, oh, sorry, I didn't mean to move there. I'm <laughs> <over> here. <laughs> awesome. All right, and... Don't forget to get points for my girls, eh? Oh, shit, yes. How many was that again? Five. All right, five each. So that'll bring Trixie back up to 13 and Tala up to 29. Uh, that'll bring up uh, Crazed Human number six. Uh, he is going to take his club. It's original, I know. <laughs> and he is going to... Uh, he raises it over his head and brings it down uh, on Trixie for ten. Uh, and and he misses well and truly because he was two feet off. Uh, he says meow, confused, and then it's Trixie's turn. <laughs> okay. okay, I'm gonna do a melee basic attack against numbers uh, number five. So that'd be a d20 plus five would be thirteen. Uh, that's totally gonna miss. Of course it is. No disassemble number five. <laughs> <laughs> uh, that's versus AC? Uh, yeah. Yep, that's going to miss. Of course it is. <laughs> uh, do you want to shift or anything like that? Um, I can only shift away one, right? Without So he doesn't get um, an opportunity attack yeah. or whatever. Yeah. Um, yeah, I'll shift back one. Okay. Probably a good idea. <clears throat> and Tally, your turn. Are you guys including the plus two to AC that uh, everybody's got to the end of the encounter? Yes. Okay. Yep. Grasping claws again. Okay. Number seven over here. Thirteen. Uh, what's that against? Reflex. Reflex. That'll hit. Sweet. D eight plus four. Yes, dead. Uh, yeah, you just rend this guy. Just gash his chest wide open. Uh, and he drops his club and just kind of holds his chest and falls down. Dead. But Savage Rends is a different attack. Uh, it's all claws. Yeah. It's all claws. <laughs> Fair enough. <laughs> it's all variations of sharp things hitting people squish. <laughs> uh, do you want to, do you want to shift or anything? Or are you good? Are you, well, you could have a full-fledged move. No one's near you. Yeah, I'll, I'll move around Trixie over here. Alrighty. And that'll bring up number five. Uh, he is going to shift one. And he's going to raise his club over his head and swing at Trixie. 20, which is going to miss... Dude, can they leave me the hell alone? <laughs> <laughs> what the fuck? You could try a diplomacy check. Uh, I... <laughs> Um, yeah, diplomacy with the cats? I don't think so. They're into you. The crazy cat people? Uh, that'll bring up Baranith. Um, okay, so I'm going to use my singing strip against uh, number five here. Um, and it's 22. Uh, 22 will hit. Darn right it will. And, um, six damage. Uh, dead. 
totally dead. Uh, which leaves just one crazy cat person left on the field, and it's his turn. Uh, he Oh, you shifted there. Okay. Yeah. He is going to shift forward, raise his club over his head. <laughs> Dude, leave me alone! And swing down on Trixie. I'm going to kick him in his nuts. It's just going to happen. Nine. Uh, that's going to miss, and now it's Trixie's turn. You shouldn't have worn your catnip cologne. <laughs> Apparently. Okay. Bad I melee basic attack again. 21. 21 will hit. <laughs> and then I get a, let's see, d10 plus 1. That's whatever. 11. Die, bitch. Uh, is there anything specific you'd like to do to him? Balls. Uh, kick him in the balls. Yeah, kick him in the balls. In the balls. <laughs> no, I'm going to hit no, him no. with... Great sword in his balls. It'll cleave it right off. Wow. So that cleave off bad. the balls, and as he drops to his knees, Tala scalps off his cornrows. <laughs> that is with graphic. These ladies are not to Come be on. fucked with. Um, uh, yeah, so all that happens, uh, <laughs> and he regrets the day he was ever born. <laughs> he realizes he was born at some point? I I don't know. He he realizes his junk is done. That's that's what yeah. he realizes. Ah, <laughs> <laughs> uh, and the crowd just erupts. They they love it. They 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 dig it. Um, Can I throw his balls in the crowd? Oh, what are you so <laughs> Wow! Before you can defile the corpse further, souvenir. <laughs> a sect of guards uh, races out. Uh, <laughs> Into the arena and and grabs you and uh, escorts you back to your Damn. quarters. But uh, wait, I want to bring those back to show to Galford to show I'm mad at him. <laughs> no, man, you sh- you should have you should have hit them in the the crowd w- with the club. Oh, Wear man. them as earrings. No, I don't <laughs> this one on too far. Earrings? This is. This Has anyone is ever considered the fact these guys were eunuchs? They are now. No, with corn, <laughs> with corn rows like that. Oh, that one, that one definitely is though. He, he's dead, so it doesn't. Um, so dead. He's a soprano. Ah. I picture uh, them sitting in a press conference, like being like, you know, we talk about practice, and they've got their cornrows on, like. <laughs> 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 Meanwhile, uh, the three gents that were escorted uh, uh, down into a place called the pits. Ah. Oh. Ah. Uh, you guys have a very specific job. Now, uh, as you're escorted into the pits, um, you see these... these. Uh, it's basically a, a small room uh, below, uh, below the arena itself. Uh, you look up and you see where there are large columns, like shafts that lead up. Uh, just, just darkness. Um, but... What the what they do is sometimes they modify the arena to add some spice to what would normally be just kind of oh it's just people fighting people whatever open up the holes so there will be large pits that basically lead to certain death if you fall into them from from above. Now your job is to clean up all the corpses that are uh, have accumulated down here. So the guards <sighs> the guards escort you down into this place. Uh, it's like you three are tasked with getting the bodies down to the incinerator, and you, uh, the the light coming from a nearby hallway, you can see where there's this really large, uh, like fire going, 
uh, and there's a small, like uh, like a nice sized wooden cart next to these two uh, uh, bodies of water. Uh, the bodies, for the most part, land in these bodies of water. So uh, it looks like they clean these traps out maybe every you know, like once a week, something like that. So the smell hits you immediately. Ugh. Can I say something? Looking. Yes, you can say. I, I, I go to the guard and I say, "Make me." Is that your final answer? Yes. Okay. <laughs> Shane's gonna die again. Let's let's put one your more body. I gotta throw in the water. <laughs> <laughs> so let's put your characters here on the board. Uh, so let's get that guard out. Hold on one second. <laughs> so. Uh, this guard has escorted you down these set of stairs, but uh, uh, in the hallway above the, uh, the up the stairs, there's another sect of guards. Like they they just let him escort you down there because you know what are you gonna do? So that's that's that. So you're choosing to tell him make me. <laughs> I'm just making sure. I'm not. It, there's nothing. <laughs> Well, with an intimidate of zero, I don't. <laughs> Are you trying? So you're trying to intimidate him? No, I do- I doubt he would be intimidated. <laughs> I I just like, w- what would you like to do here, man? Because I, I'm d- I'm d- I'm just joking. Would you like oh, to roll okay. a kiss your ass goodbye check? <laughs> you got okay. to be more specific then. So you're you, you okay? So you don't want to you, you don't want to tell the. Oh no! Obviously, he doesn't mean it, but he's like you know. Oh, so you do say it? I do say it. Like, okay. Dude, your diplomacy sucks. You're not going to make it out of this. <laughs> uh, 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 upon hearing that, the. How far is she gone? She she's uh, off mic usually. Um, uh-huh. so uh, the guard lifts up his 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 leather coated wooden club thing. Oh crap! I have acrobatics. Can I move? Can I dodge it? Um, I'm gonna let you try. So, here's here. Okay. <laughs> he's he's taking a swing at you. Go ahead and roll an acrobatics check. Haha. Twenty three. Okay. Uh, as soon as you dodge his swing, mm-hmm. he calls up for uh for <laughs> several more guards. And he says, we got one resisting. Uh, and then two guards race to flank uh, flank you. Oh, fuck. Uh, and then they all get ready. Roll. If Would you like to roll another a- acrobatics check? Or? Yes. Go ahead. 16. Okay, this time you are not so quick. Oh, uh, and each one of these uh, each one of these guards just start laying into you. Fuck. Uh, and they're 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 hitting you frequently and hard. Uh, so, it, it, like after the first strike, one of them hits you in the in the in the knee, and you just go down. And then after that, they're just beating the piss out of you, just just over and over again. Uh, meanwhile, Rikus and Galford are just kind of standing by. Oh, that's nice. I do, well, no, I haven't asked them what they'd like to do. Oh, okay. Uh. W- uh, Rikus, Galford, would you do, do you want to do anything or? 
Aurigus uh, would step in uh, and attempt to kind of pull one of the guards off. Aurigus uh, gets no choice. <laughs> just, just quickly reminding the guards that this gentleman doesn't know how this whole system works and he, and he doesn't know what he actually did uh, and trying to convince the guards to go a little bit easier on the new guy. Alright, uh, do me a favor, roll a diplomacy check. I don't wanna. <laughs> can, can I add don't me. wanna. So can me. I add into that? Um, you, you, you can help him out with it. Go ahead. Like I can add into that and say, like, you know, like, you know, leave some of this fool, like, you know, leave a piece of him left, because we're going to need him to, to move these bodies and, and uh, you know, at least give him his arms so we can put him to work kind of thing. And so Galford sort of feigns, feigns he's an idiot, but just don't hurt him so badly so that we can make him do some work. Ooh, okay. So, Galford, do you want to make the diplomacy check? Sure, I'll do it. Okay. Thank you. <laughs> 13. Ah, enjoy your beating. <laughs> Uh, uh, the guards reply, uh, we'll stop when we think he's had enough. Uh, uh, uh. So they're just they're really laying into him. Uh, and then eventually, uh, they just, they, they all stop beating him. And then, like, he's kind of, like, hunched over on his knees. And one of the guards just kind of, like, pushes his shoulder back with his foot. And he kind of tumbles onto his back. Uh, and then the guards walk out. Uh, they said, I expect these bodies to be cleaned up within the hour. I will say, that's good character development. That's good bruise development. True. <laughs> Rikus will look down at Thalman, who's on the ground, and just go, kid, you got a lot to learn. I, 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 I talk to uh, Rikus, and I say, man, I, I've, I've wandered these lands enough. I've, I've endured worse. Uh... As a result of this beating, uh, you're going to take 15 damage. <laughs> Damn. So you are bloodied and down to 12, just as a, just as a, you know, just as a notice. Just letting you know. Um, Yummy. After the guards, after the guards walk out, uh, y- you kind of hear a subtle splashing, and. On top of a pile of bodies uh, is one body that's actually showing movement. Oh. Oh God. Uh, Corn rolls. So it's 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 a, it's a it's a kitty. Really disheveled looking man, not unlike the ones. Well, you didn't see that fight, so you have no idea. You know. Yeah. What, what you're in for with this, but he's on his back laying, and he's just kind of twitching. Uh, and every once in a while, he's 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 kind of mouthing. It looks like he's trying to mouth some words. Yo, Rikas, go check him out, man. Can we do a perception check first, just uh, on the whole area? Or sure, you sure can. Uh, I don't think any of us is very perceptive. I, have, I just have dungeoneering. Have, Let me check my. I have plus three. Uh, yeah. I plus six. Okay, Solomon, go for it. And Wipe the blood out of your eyes. <laughs> Crit miss. Awesome. Um, you are in far too much pain to notice anything about the room other than uh, how much pain you're in right now. Oh, that's not good. Should I go for it? Well, you're, you know, a good guy. Okay. 
uh, seven. Um, exactly, it's pretty much exactly the same. Like you don't, uh, you just notice kind of the immediate surroundings and this this lone uh, human guy kind of laying on top of a pile of other bodies, twitching. Uh, you do notice that it looks like, in a twisted fit of luck, the bodies he landed on kind of broke his fall. And it also looks like it broke his back. Oh. Or at least several bones. Well, he's done. No need in helping him. Is he, I was going to say, <laughs> can we speak to him, or is he one of the babbling barbarians from up top? Uh, you could totally approach him. Okay. Uh, I guess I'll go chat with him if... Um, <laughs> yeah, I'm kind of hurt. <laughs> I'm not, yeah, I'm not going to get too close to him, but just uh, you know, just reach over to him and, and or just sort of kneel down and and uh, and say, you know, friendly. You look like you're in a lot of pain. Who are you? What happened? Uh, and and he kind of when you get almost in arm's reach, he's kind of he he's kind of sprawled out uh, back first on this pile of bodies, and he's kind of like twitching his hand, like he's trying to grab at you. And he it's just kind of. It's like this pale, like, whimpering whisper that's coming out of him. Just He's infected. Uh, and he's he's just kind of, like, he can't even move his head to look at you. He's just... Uh. Well... You know, guys, I'm hurt, too. <laughs> <laughs> you got that what was coming to you. <laughs> and my the heel is zero, in, too. Can I, can I do an arcana? Can I do an arcana check on the on the dude just to make sure he's not cursed or, or uh, infected with something magical? Sure. Zombie. Okay. 20. Ooh. Uh, you sense nothing magical coming off this guy. Okay. Um, hmm. Can I heal myself? Uh, you're not in combat, so yeah, you can spend some healing surges and, and kind of recoup. Your well, I have a plus plus six heal, so yeah. But I mean, you don't need to roll outside of combat. Oh, it's just okay. something you could do. So you could spend like a couple of healing surges and, and how many? How much do they? Uh, two will pretty much get you back up to. So there, you're back up to right, twenty four. <laughs> That's perfect. So we'll just count that as a lesson. Yeah, I, you know, like Thulaman's kind of like kind of cocky so he you know like he said he's wandered he's wandered around the, you know this world and he's he's fought a lot you know so he's been dished out a lot of uh, crap before so you know he just smiles so Galford turns over to Rikus and says you know I think this guy's trying to tell us something but I you know I don't want to get too close but I'm going to hop over and just sort of lean down see if I can hear what he's trying to say but you know Will you help me if something happens? Dolomon will definitely help you. Okay. Because at least you tried to help him. (laughs) Okay, so Galford uh, leans down a little closer to the obviously very injured Cornrow man and tries to to hear what he's whispering. Uh, and, and, and as you lean in for the first time, it, it, it sounds like he's forming words. It's just incredibly faint. Uh, and uh, he's just saying, kill me. Uh, uh, I got the arrows. You don't, actually. 
Oh, I don't have the arrows? Oh, Do you geez. really think as a slave they'd let you yeah, keep we're your slaves. weapons? We don't have anything. <laughs> Clean up these bodies. Here's your weapons. Yeah. <laughs> You'll need these hey, weapons. For... Hey, and a rope and a ladder and a compass. If they want the job done, they would give me my weapons. <laughs> um, so Galford calls over to Rikus and says, Rikus, this man is calling for mercy. He's obviously dying. Should we put him out of his misery? Can we, like, punch his back in like Bruce Wayne? <laughs> if he, if this is what he wants, do it. You're the strongest, Rikus. You do it. That's what Solomon says. I, I think psychologically, it wouldn't be good for Rikus to, you know, kill anyone. True. Who probably yeah. like to see and him. The fact that this guy looks like he's more fragile than a piece of cardboard. Well, Galford. I'm pretty sure anybody could probably yeah. do it. Gal- Galford doesn't necessarily value life as much if it isn't as advantageous for him. So. Um, uh, I have. I was going to say I do have a rod. I don't want to splatter him with a rod. <laughs> have I got a? I've got a <laughs> knife or something, or or uh, um, just you think have, there's something. Did I you use have, a dungeoneering check. You don't have your. On. Let me let me just say you just have your bare hands. Oh yeah, um, that's right. Okay. Can I do a dungeoneering check to see if there's anything like nearby? Can uh, use? you can. All right then. Here we go. Fifteen. Uh, the only thing, you, you don't notice any traps or trap doors or anything in your area. You don't see anything. Uh, the only thing that you see uh, is a uh, kind of a long hallway that leads to uh, that, that incinerator, the fire, which is where I have all the bodies idea. are put. Why don't we just like push his head so he's in the water and drowns? The other thing we could do is we could try and drag him out of the water and just prop him up against the wall and let him die. Um, eh, or we could drown him. Yeah. <laughs> you're, you're, hey, you, you would be the one to do it, dude. All right, so uh, you know, Galford glances over at uh, at Rikus and and sort of nods, and uh, you know, tells tells the fellow, you know, you're going to a better place, kind of thing. And drowns him. Okay. Uh, and he kind of feebly shakes for a few minutes, uh, a few seconds, and then uh, just stops and goes limp. Now, can we search his body? Is there anything on it? <laughs> <laughs> Damn. Uh, Galford's, over, Galford's over his death. Uh, he's wearing the same tattered pants that, that, that kind of reveal more skin than pants. Like, it's just... They're almost assless chaps at this point. Like they're they're pretty. They're 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 pretty feeble and shitty. Fashion statement. <laughs> All right, so feeble, shitty, assless chaps. I don't think will be too advantageous. Um, okay, we we didn't see anything else. Uh, there, is there any point in searching these piles of rocks, or should we uh, uh, just start cleaning up around here? What is what is this? What is this in the corner here? It looks like a big spider web. Oh, sorry. Where's my finger? Uh, there. Yep. That's that's just. Yeah, it's exactly just a big what spider it looks web. like. Just a big spider web. Okay, probably it's home a to a spider. big spider. Yeah. Um. Those are the okay. stairs that lead back up to where. Back up. Okay. Yeah. And I'm All assuming right. there's a door shut. 
Yes, this is basically you're you're in a small room. It's not that there's nowhere they they know that there's really nowhere you can go down there. So unless you leap into the fire, I guess. Um, where the heck did they expect us to put these bodies in? The fire. Oh, is where is there like a chimney? Or is this like a? It's like a, it's like a big, it's just kind of like an Crematorium? open, like a big fire pit type of thing where, uh, yeah. Could we a big dig inside there? Thing. Could we dig if there's anything in there? Uh, just the piles of rubble sitting around? Yeah, yeah I don't know, maybe there's something. I think that's probably mostly charred bones and flesh We can make bits. weapons. <laughs> <laughs> Um, I, I don't think there's it, anything else we can really learn from the room. Um, ooh, can I can I use a bone and some spider web and create my own bow? <laughs> would you like to try? Yeah, what would I do? Just exactly what you said. I mean, we can... So, uh, Tholomon kind of breaks away from the group and uh, starts pulling at bits of spider web. And, Smart. And, and bits of where did we uh, find this guy? <laughs> He's been around places. And uh, the, so he's pulling at bits of spiderweb and just kind of just kind of balling things up in his hands, and then grabbing bits of rubble and the occasional broken femur, and just kind of lashing, trying to lash something together. And uh, what he comes up with is a pile of spiderweb and bone and rubble. <laughs> Hey, I, I, I have a really good what uh, nature or whatever. I, I don't know. I try. Right, but I mean that's more like communicating with, with animals and, and and such. Like that's not, you know. So Gal- that's, yeah, Galford says you know over to Tholomon says all right. You know, uh, way to go, MacGyver. You want to help me with these bodies over here? <laughs> hey, hey, hey! At least I tried over there, Galford. I didn't just kill a man. <laughs> I don't think there's any way out of this pit except for doing what the guards say. I, I haven't found any way in or out, and we don't even really know much about this. Um, you know, luckily we have right. Rika still with us. You know, which which we may want to stick close to him uh, when it's time to fight in the arena, and hopefully the uh, the rest of the group, uh, you know, Trixie, Baranith, and Tala are doing all right, but. I don't know. I don't want to get too dirty, but I say we throw these bodies in the fire and, uh, you know, and try and show what good little prisoners we are to the guards for now. Until I can learn a little bit more about what we're dealing with. Fine. If if I help you, I'd like to hear more about your story. I'd like to know why you guys are all together. Oh, no problem. I can tell you lots of tales. All right. Sounds good. So, uh... I I basically figured that like, he could just discuss the entire... Like, I know why they got caught, but I don't know what they did prior, so... So, so during, while you guys are cleaning up bodies, he's kind of, like, telling you... Yeah. Okay. Or at least Galford's version of... Yeah, well, basically. <laughs> the embellished Galford version, and... yeah. Well, I... As of now, I kind of trust Galford the most, because he's the one who's communicating with me. Yeah, and yeah. It, it's you know it's one of those things where it's like you lie in the truth, <laughs> you know, like you you can you, you tell the truth kind of thing, but you can uh, uh, manipulate it a little bit to you know try and 
change the relationships you have. So yeah. for the most part, Galford's been pretty honest with the people around him, but he's ready to lie to anyone else outside of the group to try and give us a uh, an advantage. Well, trust trust me, Dolomin, uh, you know, he has a weird set of morals. I mean, even though he steals, you know, from, you know, thieves, he's still stealing in the process. So, I mean... Yeah. Dolomin would probably notice, too, that, uh, that Galford does seem relatively interested in Rikus for being kind of a, you know, a slimy guy who talks a lot, who, you know, seems a little bit shifty. You know, he seems to be glancing over at Rikas after he makes a comment or, or you know, if, if Rikas does make a movement, because Rikas is generally fairly stoic, but if he sit, sort of gets up and moves, Galford sort of glances over to see what he's doing, which just seems a little bit odd. But <laughs> uh, So you guys get your task done. Uh, some of these bodies you're rolling out of this, out of this, this disgusting water. Uh, are just bloated and kind of j- just uh, a lot of them are in pieces because uh, they'll take an awkward tumble into this like it, it's kind of uh, uh, th- there will be a step down into the water so some of the bodies don't hit cleanly in the center so they'll just hit part of the part of the step in or something like that and just bone shatter or the occasional arm will fall off or something, so this appears to be quite a fall. Uh, and getting your task completed, uh, they throw you back into the prisoner's quarters after you're done. Oh, what fun. Uh, now, uh, that pretty much wraps up your first day there. And sleeping is is incredibly awkward. First of all, you're not sh- <laughs> I mean you I mean there's just kind of awkward piles of straw here and there. Uh but this is definitely uh, like a little community where the biggest person takes what he wants. So there's Aww. a very there's a very large pile of straw over in the corner and that's where Vala sleeps. Uh and then whatever's left over is pretty much split between the eight of you. Uh, I want to approach him again. Okay. Uh, All right. Okay, so let's. Okay. So he's he's kind of sprawled out on his uh, his his cushy bed of straw, and you're going to approach him as as he's laying down. So you're standing over him. Oh, sh- uh, can. <laughs> uh. Uh, I'm gonna be back here. <laughs> so you approach him slightly, like you're still like several feet away, like about ten, fifteen feet away, somewhere there. Uh, and you're gonna say what to him? Uh, hey, hey, buddy, Valis, uh, can I just have a little bit to like use as a pillow? Just, you know, I just want you know protect my head. Is it, is it cool? Uh, and his eyes are closed, uh, just kind of stretched out. Uh, and in a low grumble, he says, "Go away." Okay, well, I tried. Ah, <laughs> <laughs> uh, so Tholomon walks away. Uh, you kind of all awkwardly find uh, you, you, you the, the the crowd noise is dissipated. So you're guessing everyone's gone home, which kind of works out, so that at least you guys can get some kind of sleep. 
Uh, it may not be restful, but it's it's something. You you figure you're going to need it. Uh, Can I approach the the, the ladies? Uh, sure, if you like. All right, I, I I go up to them and say, "Hey, hey, ladies! Uh, I actually uh, stood up to the guards because you see, I'm I'm a real man, and I you know I avoided uh, an attack and." Uh, <laughs> Uh, He's just lying Sil, uh, Sil looks up at you. They're, they're they both are kind of sharing this 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 bed of straw, uh, and and uh, she kind of looks up at you and it's like, yeah, I see the bruises on your face. Uh, <laughs> what are you talking about? I had that when I came in. Then someone else kicked your ass, and then you got here. <laughs> uh, uh, Thulaman, like, kind of, like, eyes Galford and kind of, like, is, like... <clears throat> so Galford walks over to Baranith and just sort of quietly says, Can you believe this fool? Um, so so what, hap- what happened to you guys today? You know, what are we up against? Um... Baranith just kind of opens her eyes slowly and shoots some daggers at Galford. Takes a breath and says, well, we're, we were thrown into an arena with eight crazed men. I don't know. They were men. They used to be men. I don't know what they were, but they were meowing. Um, and and we and we fought, we fought, and we killed them, um, and we and we came back here. Um, what about you? You weren't fighting today, but I see, you know, Solomon uh, has some bruises. Yeah, he decided to make himself known to the guards when we were sent down for cleanup duty, which I'm assuming in the pits below the arena. So uh, we, we cleaned up some of your handiwork up there, and it looks like you made short work of the the things you fought. Um, basically, Dullaman th- interrupts. Uh, you're not telling her something. Uh, there was one still alive, but uh, we all agreed that putting him out of his misery was the best thing to do. He was broken. Hang but on. Enough, you enough all of that. agreed? We all agreed. Tholomon just stands in the corner with his arms crossed against the, the wall, not saying a word, just grinning. So Galford says, enough of that. You know, Did you learn anything? How big's the arena? How many guards were there? How big is the crowd? Is there any way out of here? It's... It's large. This is... This is we're entertainment for this town right now. Um, you know, we... We fought these, uh, you know, these uh, these men, these really damaged people. And but I mean, by the looks of that place, I mean, it could be anything. Um, So Galford sort of smiles and says, "Okay, so it was for their entertainment. So was the crowd entertained? I'm surprised you couldn't hear the cheering and the roaring from from up there. They they went ballistic. Good, good. 
for now, let's just keep winning and keep them entertained. And and hopefully this uh, this fool over here won't get us killed by uh, by standing up to the guards until we know a little bit more about uh, how things go around here. So Tholomon uh, <laughs> gets off the oh, wall and sure. asks. Tholomon sure, asks. Alfred, I'll uh, I'll be I'll be glad to be entertainment. Tholomon asks, did did they allow you to keep any weapons? Well, do I look like I have any weapons? Hey, 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 I'm just asking. Um, at this point, I'm going to ask you guys, because it's, it's about 3 a.m. Do you want to continue and we'll get, like, one more <clears throat> one more little chunk in? Or it sounds like Brian's going to die. I, I, well, if we're just going to do the fighting, I mean, it, he's not going to have to, like, talk, you know. I'm no, fine. You're fine? Okay. I'm down to continue, okay. I'm just asking. I just want to make sure. I don't want to force anybody into anything. You're a good man, Dungeon Master. Really. Uh, I just finished my <laughs> coffee. I haven't started my donut. I want, see, now I want some donut. I had a Canadian maple. I know some you were donuts. confused about the Canadian maple. I've never hey, had yeah, one. Hey, I about that. Yeah. <laughs> I'll, I'll mail you one. Thank you. That's all I ask. Um, so, okay. Uh, the next morning, uh, after you... Some of you kind of awkwardly position yourselves against walls, and uh, you know, uh, you you manage to catch a few few hours of shut eye. Uh, so at dawn's first light, uh, which you can kind of see from a high a high placed window that appears to be no more than a foot wide and about seven or eight inches tall, it's barred. Uh, this is about ten feet in the air, uh, so. That, that small amount of light shines into the room. And about that time, uh, you hear the uh, you hear the door unlock again. And several guards walk in and scoop up the six of you, leaving uh, Katie, Sill, and Valis behind. And uh, they said, come on, let's go see if you're worth the money we paid. Uh, and as they're outfitting you, they're giving you your weapons back and everything, but you are still shackled. So, uh, they have you positioned at the gates, and they only unshackle you after, uh, the gate has been raised, and they kind of shove you out into the arena. So... Hey, wait, did we regain any health from sleeping? Yes, I'm gonna, I'm gonna let you take a rest here. Do we have? Did I have time to do an inside check on when he said, "Let's see if you're worth the money we paid"? Sure. Good. Twenty three. Uh, twenty three. Okay. Um, you gather that. Uh, they gauge certain slaves differently. Yeah. Like how much it, am I? <laughs> Obviously, I'm different. Uh, they, you as a group are different. It looks like you, like adventurers, people like that who are used to fighting or some kind of battle are going to be different than pickpockets or just regular thieves or uh, some guy making counterfeit DVDs, that kind of thing. Like they're not, they're not gonna, <laughs> they're not going to be the same as it's like, those guys are pretty much going to be fodder or something for you guys to slight. So this is, this is kind of the opening big fight in the morning as people file in and you're getting the sense that you guys are going to be the entertainment. So let me slide you guys onto the board here. 
So, uh, the interesting thing is, uh, Tala, Baranith, and Trixie. Notice that the gate slides open again. This time there's no hype man. Uh, you're thinking that maybe he's something like he's, he's, they save him for later in the day, something like that. And the, the stands are only about half as packed. So people are just waking up or filing in or something like that. Or maybe it's, this is like a dark match type of thing where it's like, ah, none of the real good gladiators show up until later in the afternoon (laughs) or the evening. So, uh, the gate slides open and nothing appears and then the gate slides shut again. Uh, and and the, nothing. you don't see anything. Can I do an Arcana check? Uh, you can. Go ahead. 22. Uh, 22. Uh, you don't sense anything magical. You don't... It, it's it, Whatever's out here, if there's anything out here, you don't... It, it's not a magic-based type of thing. That was Dungeoneering. Uh, Dungeoneering is mainly for traps. You don't, um, mm. you don't really see any traps in the immediate vicinity either. Okay. What about a nature check? Is this some type of like invisible gelatinous cube that just, you know? <laughs> I can do that. Let me check. That's that's ever so slightly specific. Here, <laughs> it's a little too on the nose, there, Tyson. <laughs> there, there we go. Nature check. Uh, so you, you again at twenty. You don't see anything. So. After a few after a few moments, uh, Tala and uh, Tala and Galford. Oh. Yes. Uh oh. <laughs> no. Uh, Tala and Galford uh, feel something yes. strike them. <laughs> really? Uh, so first is. Uh, let's see here. Uh, first really? is Tala. It's spam. Twelve. J e l l o. So you feel the presence of something, and then all of a sudden, after like it, it it's like, uh, th- it, it's like, almost like a magic eye painting. Like once you see it there, it's like oh shit! Like it's this huge gelatinous cube. Uh, and then Galford, same thing, nine. So that's a crit miss. So it's the same thing. You both kind of notice them at the same time. Uh, ladies and gentlemen, please roll initiative. Ten again. It's my AC in 20. 22. Uh, oh, shit. It'll, what it is is not your AC in 20. Good God, no. That would be like a like a, <laughs> like a 39. <laughs> um, what you do is go to your character info. Mm-hmm. And then right in that tan box up top, it'll tell you your level and everything like that. It'll tell you... Oh, wait, it's under... Details. Details, there Details. it is. Details. Megan, uh, Megan, are you sick? You actually rolled a pretty low initiative. I know. Okay, my initiative is zero, I think, so... I stopped drinking. That might be the problem. You just roll a regular d20, then? Just roll a regular yeah. d20. Five. <laughs> no, your initiative seven. More. Oh, is it? Yeah, your initiative seven. So just add seven to that. All right, so... No, no, no. You don't get to roll again. You no, my bad. Take you that five. <laughs> my bad. I accidentally cool. forgot to clear it. That's cool. Uh, so, 12. Everybody give me your initiative, please. Seven. Okay, thank you. <laughs> Someone had to be the brave one to speak. Who's okay. at 22? Oh, I'm, I'm 22. 22. I'm 18. at 22 as well. All right, Trixie, 22. Rikus is at 18. 
18. And Baranif got? 10. 10. And the gelatinous cube, 1 and 2, roll 22, and then an 8. All right. So let's sort that, and Galford's going to go first. Okay, I'm going to use uh, Fascinating Shadows, um, I guess, on cube number one. It's a close blast five. Even though I'm standing right next to him, I can still do a blast, right? Sure can. Okay. Um, and it is Charisma versus Will. Uh, D20 plus seven. And that's a ten. <laughs> uh, that's going to miss. That's a gelatinous miss. <laughs> Uh, do you want to shift or anything? Uh, yeah, you know what? I'll shift just back one. All right. And Trixie, your turn. All right. Um, I'm going to move forward just one. Um, hold on. Towards number two and okay. do my melee basic attack. All right. Seventeen. Uh, that is versus AC. Yeah. yeah. Uh, that'll hit. Okay, so then a D ten plus one. Eleven. Oh wow, nice. So you stick this thing with your blade, and it's hard to tell if you've hurt it. It, it your blade just kind of sinks into this thing. And it, it kind of shivers a bit, but you're not sure if that's it reacting or just its kind of gooey nature. Oh, God. <laughs> so, uh, next up is Gelatinous Cube number two. Is there is there any way we can perceive any weaknesses on them? Like, if it was weak against cold, would we be doing a check on it? Or, is, is it, or are we just in the encounter now? Well, you're kind of in the encounter now, but uh, there's... But let's see, if, you, if we hit it with something elemental and it was weak to that, would we know yes. by the damage yeah, dished yeah, out? Would, so, yes. Okay. Yeah, you would definitely, like, there would be some feedback on that. Um, so the this giant gelatinous cube is going to slink down uh, just a bit and shift. Uh, and it's going to use engulf. Oh. Don't so, eat me. <laughs> What's going to happen is it's going to attack both Tala uh, and Trixie. Uh, so first Tala. Tala, hold my hand. <laughs> 26. You might not want to hold Tala's hand. <laughs> uh, Tala is sucked into the cube. <laughs> uh, and then Trixie, the same thing. So both of you have been pulled into this cube, uh, and it just, it's, it's, it kind of, like, touches your arm and slowly starts pulling you in, almost as if there's something inside wrenching you in. Uh, so, uh, you guys are completely immobilized, you're, you're, you're stunned, and you are in this cube. So what's gonna happen is, uh, on your turn, you basically just get to roll a save, but each turn that you're in the cube, uh, it's trying to eat you. Essentially, it's trying to digest you. So you're going to take ten. You're going to take ten acid damage each time. <laughs> that's that's freaking wonderful. Oh man. So, uh, Rikus, your turn. 
Okay, um, then I'm gonna move up to Jalopnis Cube number one and uh, take a big old smash of it with my hammer. Or at least give it a shot, at least. Oops. Okay. Uh, was you... that melee basic attack? Yeah. Okay. And that's. Yeah, I think it's. Yeah, D20 plus 9. Okay. 16. 16 versus AC will miss. Oh. Dang, you missed that big thing? <laughs> yes. That, yes, that, thing must be, that thing must be fast. Uh. Solomon, your turn. Uh, how many spaces can I shift? Uh, well, you can move. Uh, your land speed is. I'm looking for your speed now. Six. Six. Okay. Yes, six speed it's right there. I'm All right. So I'm going to move backwards. Okay. You're going to be well liked by this group. I'm just letting you know. That might have been five. Okay. Well, Just come on. I, I have the. I'm, I'm doing it for a reason. It'd be dumb for me. I'm the archer. Why would I go up to the thing? Okay. I'm, Just I'm, make sure hey. you're not going to try to shoot straight through Barana. Can that happen? No. Yeah. I well, he... you, you can't fire through allies. Okay, good. Uh, I would like to do Biting Swarm. Okay, on what? Uh. Jello cube uh, with the with the ladies. You can't. I can't. Because you can't. Like, look, Attack you can't. Him. Yeah, you. Mm. You'd be firing at Barana. Okay. <laughs> so can I He's shoot it at the other one? Uh, yes, you can do that. All right. So I believe this is a D twenty plus ten. Which attack are you using? Uh, one. Yes. Okay. So let me get D twenty plus ten. Whoa, way too much. And, and that's 20. 20. Okay, that'll hit. And now a uh, 1D. 1D10 plus 6. 1D10? Okay. Plus 6. I should clear my roll. <laughs> uh, 1D6. 1D. Oh, my bad. 1D10. My bad. Sorry. Plus six. All right. Seven. Okay. Seven damage. Uh, and it takes a negative two uh, penalty to attack rolls. So, yeah. So that's so. going to be handy. Huzzah! Uh, Baranith, your turn. Um. Okay. So, can I um? Can I attack number two from, like, around here? I don't know what you're pointing at. Sorry. There you go. Uh, like, does that count as, like, attacking through allies? Like No, 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 no. Oh, the, okay. The allies are just in the cube, so just, yeah. Okay, okay, good. Um, so I'm going to move here. I'm going to use uh, my shield of faith. Okay. Uh, and I'm going to attack cube number two with uh, Sunburst. Okay, so uh, Shield of Faith, what's the burst on that again? Uh, Shield of Faith is uh, a burst five. Close right. burst five, 
and everyone gets plus two power bonus until the end of the encounter. Uh, everyone except Ooh. Trixie and Tal. Ah, huh. uh, no, really? Yeah, it doesn't count for them because they are technically not on the field right now. Oh. But, uh, remember, uh, Thalaman, Galford, Rikus, uh, you guys all get. Yeah. That's good. And power bonus, would that be AC and attack? Like, and attack, or... Or is it, uh, plus two, is it plus two to AC or plus two to what? Power bonus to AC. Okay. Okay. Until the end of the encounter. Um, so I'm going to use Sunburst against a horrible gelatinous blob number two. Okay. Oh, good God. Uh, that is a crit miss. Oh, uh, that sucks. Oof. And we'll check off F- uh, Shield of Faith and Sunburst. But at least you got the, the plus two, so that's cool. Uh, let's see here. Oh, and my... Oh, so my sunburst, I, it doesn't... Um, like, uh, my effect... Do I still get my effect if I miss? Uh, does it say... Let me see here. Sunburst. Effect. You and each ally within five squares of you gain five temporary hit points... Um, I believe you do get the effect. So does that mean, um... No, you don't get the effect. I'm sorry. Aww. No, that's uh, that's on a hit. Uh, the only the only time you get an effect or something is it says miss half damage and blah blah blah. Like, that's that's when it counts. Usually that's for oh. daily powers and stuff. Yeah. Okay. Sorry, ma'am. Um, yeah. Gelatinous cube number one is going to shift one space... And then reach out to both Galford and Rikus and try to engulf them. <laughs> oh no, it's just going to be us. Uh, well, we, we don't know me, yet. Me, me and Baron. Uh, Galford, you first. 20 against AC. Or, I'm sorry, 20 against Reflex. Uh, where is my Reflex? Uh, well, 14, so yeah. Yeah, so... Uh, it reaches out and grabs Galford's arm and pulls him into the thing. Uh, <laughs> uh, uh 14 against Reflex. Yeah. Uh, okay, so Rikus 2 is pulled into the Gelatinous <laughs> Cube. No! Oh, wow. Uh, Tala, your turn. You're going to take... Uh, you're going to take 10 damage... Wait a minute. I gotta check something real quick. Okay. Don't, what armor did I get that one time that... Did I get the... I gotta check. I got the armor of resistance. What was I resistant to? Was it gelatinous cubes? Well, I thought you said I take acid damage. I thought it was oh. acid. That's why I'm double checking. Because I want to make sure if it's... Armor of resist plus one acid. You, re- you resist... Uh, acid five, so you would only take half damage from this thing. That's okay, good. I just wanted to That's make good. sure. Yeah, it's good thinking. That's good. Uh, so, Tala, go ahead and roll a saving throw. What? Uh, save, save. Uh, so, to, 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 you're trying to claw your way out of the cube. Yeah. So it's a sure. uh, it's a save of fifteen. So if you can roll a fifteen or higher uh, from a flat d twenty. Right. It's a 15 save? Ugh. Yeah, it's not... It's, it's rough. It's not good. 
It's ridiculous. No, it's Jello. Fourteen. Oh. Uh, really? So you almost <laughs> claw your way uh, out of it, and it just kind of like absorbs you back in. <laughs> nope. Uh, what manner of stupid is this? <laughs> Galford, your turn. You're going to take ten damage. This isn't looking great. I'm going to be honest with you guys. I'm watching this from a corner. Uh, Trixie. Oh wait, sorry, Galford. Roll a roll a saving throw here. Fifteen. Woo! So, wow. Galford's, Galford is secreted out of the cube. Uh, Galford's face pokes out of the the broad side of the cube, and he just kind of claws his way out, and he Burst. is plopped. Yes, he is plopped next to the thing. Uh, <clears throat> so let's see here. That is... Okay, so you did take 10 damage, but you, uh, you're you free now. Do I get to make a turn now, or was that the go beginning ahead. of my turn? Or? Okay. That technically a save throw is at the end, but go ahead and take a turn. It's fine. Okay. Um, all right, well, I will do um, my Shadow Claws on... Uh, cube number two. Uh, uh, you'd be firing through teammates. Oh, I'd be firing through Baranasaur. You know what? I'll. Um, I was going to try and save them first, but I will just do fascinating shadows again on cube number one. Okay. Nineteen. Uh, versus, and it's charisma versus will. Versus will that hits. Okay. One d eight plus six damage. And I can... Well, I was going to say... 11. And uh, first, 11 damage? 11 damage, yeah. And the first time the target attacks you before the end of your next turn, it takes psychic damage equal to your intelligence modifier. So if it takes a swipe at me, it takes a bit more. All right, cool. Totally, totally cool. All right, and let's see here. Uh, right... And Trixie, your turn. You're going to take 10 damage. I don't want to take 10 damage. <clears throat> Didn't ask. Uh, and and you, by the way, ladies and gentlemen, uh, you can thank uh, you can thank our, our our lovely audience for voting on these gelatinous cubes. That's the what? reason you're fighting them uh, <gasps> on the fan page. It you uh, well, almost totally hey. unanimously landslide victory. Hey, hey, yes, hey. yes. Yes. When I checked that voting thing, it said gelatinous cube, not yes. cubes. But that's the twist. Thank you. That's where I stepped in and said, well, one cube is pretty hot. <laughs> but two cubes, that's just downright sexy. And I'm sure a, coward, a cowardly archer will uh, even the odds yeah. there. <laughs> Thanks. Wow. An archer could. He's choosing to be cowardly. I don't know. GG, um, everybody. Thank you, DM, for killing us all I, in one hey. go. I didn't kill anybody yet. Uh, <laughs> Trixie, go ahead and roll a saving throw. Ten. Woo! That's not going to do it, sadly. <laughs> I'm just going to keep swimming. <laughs> uh, gelatinous cube number two. Oh. Uh, Don't uh, digest. Uh, oh, no. Gelatinous cube number two is going to... Uh, he kind of, like thins himself out and makes himself more vertical. And then he kind of comes down and thumps the ground next to him, uh, which is attacking Baranith. Uh, and it's a little move called Slam. Mm-hmm. 
so let's see here. That is a d20 plus 8 on Baranif. But don't you have a plus 2 to your AC, uh, I believe? I do, yes. yeah. So my yeah. AC is 20 right now. So 11's not going to do it. <laughs> uh, and then the gelatinous cube goes and shivers. <laughs> it's a pigeon? Uh, it sounds like a pigeon. <laughs> the gelatinous uh, pigeon. That <laughs> noise. That is scarier, actually. <laughs> Rikus! Uh, you're going to take 10 damage. I'm going to take 5 since I have you're, oh, you're right, sorry. You're right, sorry. I'm... And then I just rolled and I only got a 6. Okay, so we're rolling down. Uh, Tholomon, what you got? Well, I have a, that title spirit shot, and I think you told me something where it can, like, engulf an area. Uh, the title spirit shot, I believe, is the one that... Uh, you fire it at an area, and what it does is, uh, it's a burst one, and anything it hits within that burst, it shifts that them one. So what it does is, it just kind of like, picture push like them. a yeah, just a big push of water, basically. Can it push the girls out? No. Mm. Let me see. I am going to shoot more bees. Can I move to the other side of the cube and not hurt them if I shoot cube two? Uh, yeah, you can fire cube two now. Oh, I could? Yeah. And I am gonna move right here, five. Okay. And, and I am going to do, uh, fighting swarm. Okay. So, d20 plus ten. Not eleven. <laughs> ten. Twenty-seven. Uh, twenty-seven will hit. Yes. And then, uh, D10, plus 6, 16. Okay, because you hit it with the maximum amount of damage that you can hit it with, mm-hmm. uh, both of the ladies are set free from the cube. <laughs> They're just kind of ejected uh, from it. Thank God. <laughs> Thank uh, you. Because let's the way, face it, there was no way we were going to roll that 15. <laughs> uh, by the way, anybody who hits a crit and gets the maximum amount of damage, that, that would do the same. Just letting you know. Nice. Yay. So that was a very lucky roll. Uh, and it takes 16 damage, and that will bring up Baranith. Alright, um, somebody use my singing... St- oh, hang on. First I'm going to move. Um, I'm going to use a singing strike against uh, gelatinous cube number two. Okay. Uh, D20 plus nine. Fifteen. Against what? Uh, sorry. Um, uh, is uh, Wisdom versus AC. Uh, that's going to miss. Ah. I like how she's saying, though. Yeah. <laughs> um, hang on. Can I, use, can I use my elven accuracy? It's a free action. Um, so I can re-roll the attack roll. Let's see here. Uh, free action. Re-roll attack roll. Nice. Sure can. Yeah. It's going to use that. Ooh. 21. Nice. 21 more hit. <laughs> um, so 10 plus 5. 12. Okay. It takes 12 damage and Aren't there temp hit points in store for people? Oh. Uh, the cube is bloody. N- no. Wait. The, <laughs> the cube. Wait. A bloody cube. No, I don't. Um, it's a I don't bloody have, cube. 
<laughs> Wait, it can I don't bleed? have hit points, but the target takes a minus two penalty to attack rolls until the end of my next turn. Okay, that's what it that'll was. that'll do. Okay then. So, and my bees, my bees uh hurt its attack, right? Uh, yes, I am getting rid of that, and so it takes a negative two penalty to attack rolls from both of you, so that's going to stack, so he takes a negative four. Nice. Uh, that's until, okay, yeah, so he's going to take a negative four, and that will bring up gelatinous cube number one. Uh, he, he does the exact same thing as the other one did, where he goes vertical for a minute, kind of compacts his entire body weight, and then plops himself back down and he's going to uh, use that body weight and slam uh, Galford with a 10. Nope. Ooh. He also takes one damage from the uh, what I hit him with last time. That's my intelligence modifier. Yep. Doesn't he have a minus 2 as well because I hit him that one time? Oh, he missed either way. Like, a 10 yeah. doing Okay. Dig. Uh, Tally, your turn. You are covered in goop. Okay. <laughs> Ew. Savage Rend. Oh, that's lovely. Uh, that's a 10. That will miss. I'll Sad figure that one. Do you want to shift or anything? Uh, I'll, sh- I'll shift back a square, yeah. Okay. And Galford, your turn. Okay, Shadow Claws on Gelatinous Cube number one. Charisma versus Fortitude, and it's cold damage as well. Okay. 25. 25 Ooh. will hit. Nice. And that's... 1d10 plus 6. 14. 14 damage is fantastic. Nice. And if it moves during its next turn, it takes cold damage equal to plus 2, my dexterity modifier. Okay. Uh, Cube number 1 is bloodied. (laughs) I picture Rika's just, like, cross-legged inside the cube. Like, he's just no-selling the whole thing. Like, just, like, (laughs) fuck fuck this. Like, (laughs) just crossing his arms and his legs. Uh, Do you want to move or anything? Um, I actually want to shift more towards Gelatinous Cube uh, number two. Okay. There. And Trixie, your turn. You are covered in goop. I'm going to do my Shadow Storm. Okay. It'll be a D20 plus 10. 18. Uh, against AC. AC. That will hit. Alright, so then I do a 1D10 plus 6, and then I get. Um, plus one, one damage for each creature, so I guess just plus two. Okay. Let's see here. So you get ten points. Wait, wait, wait. Wait, okay, you didn't factor in the plus two. Okay. No. Okay, so ten. Not bad at all. And do you want to move right now? Uh, no, I'm good. Oh, I, I'm just going to say, uh, if we try and lure the cubes closer together, I have a burst that may be able to hit both of them. Just saying. Team. Go team. Either way, I could hit them. I, well, one. Well, I'm just saying, like, if, if, if we, yeah. Baranath and Trixie keep shifting towards me and I keep going towards the middle, if the cubes move, a cube one will take damage from, the, uh, from what I hit it with last time. Maybe cube two would continue moving towards me. And I can hit it with a burst if they both get close enough. If they well, if that's the case, if that's the case, I'll shift back one. Yeah, just shift back one. Baranath, I don't know if you're back from uh, the dragon cave there. Um, <laughs> <laughs> it, it, you on your next dragon turn. cave? 
Um, a very big house. <laughs> I'm, I'm, I'm trying to think about luring the cubes towards each other with Galford in the middle. I got to burst two, but I can't hit them both unless they're closer to each other. Well, I, lo- I love that there's a constant stream of yawns in the microphone. I love it. <laughs> like you can tell, it's it's now three thirty in the morning. Like you can just tell. You know, I'm. I'm it's only twelve twenty for me, so I'm just like. Eh. See, what you guys can't hear is my cat upstairs going ballistic because one of them got down here. He has oh. been nonstop meowing <laughs> for the past hour and a half. Oh. Nice. Like he knows his sister's down here, and he's pissed. I've had enough coffee that I'm starting to play the epic battle music just in my mind. <laughs> that, that, you know, it's part of the episode that, that I know the listeners really enjoy, but I've had a large, like a fairly large amount of coffee and I can hear it just like drums in my brain. Nice. We're going to finish playing. You're going to be up for the next like six and a half hours just on this weird coffee buzz. Oh, my yeah. battle music is, is like... Gary Glitter is some great battle music. Gary Glitter was a gelatinous cube. He used to suck, people, used to suck people inside him. Nice. Uh, so, oh, sorry. What are we doing now? Okay, so Tracy moved backward, and it's gelatinous cube number two. Ooh, yeah. He is going to... He. Well, it's a cube. It's, it's pretty sexless. So um, the sexless cube is going to reach out and try to uh, grab uh, Baranna. Uh, but he takes a negative four. Yeah. So he's only going to roll a fourteen. Huh. Uh, <laughs> and that is well. Wait a second. Hold on. Versus reflex. Shut is that up. Plus, is that plus or minus the four already? It's negative four already. I took it off. Oh, because that I'm seeing plus four. Well, yeah, but it's supposed to be a plus eight. Oh, okay. So that you're a does... slow elf. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, you're gonna get sucked in. Uh, so, uh, Baranith is gripped by the, the slimy tendril of this thing and and brought into the cube. Oh, boy. Uh, Rikus, your turn. You're gonna take five damage right off the bat and go ahead and roll your, uh, your thingy. I thingy. quit. <laughs> roll your thingy. Wow, that is a one. That is a I quit. What? Dumb. I quit. Uh, he quits. Uh, Rage quit. quit. Solomon, your turn. All right, I'm going to do. Oh, I'm sorry. Yeah, good. I'm gonna do Binding Swarm again. So, D20 plus ten, and it's at you know the Q2. Fourteen. Uh, that's gonna miss. Oh yeah. <laughs> Lovely. Uh, do you want to move or anything? Uh. I'll move up, like, right here. Okay. Uh, all right, so, uh, Baranith, your turn. You're going to take ten damage. Uh-oh. Uh, as the cube tries to digest you slowly. And go ahead and roll a d20, just a flat d20. <sighs> I and tried. she's out. Fifteen! Holy shit! Oh, shit. You, you Yay! So you claw your way out of this thing. I, I wish we did have that ring announcer. <laughs> uh, go ahead and take a turn. Oh, alright. Um, let's do... 
Uh, I'll do singing strike against cube two. So that is twenty nine twenty. Twenty will hit. Excellent. Uh do ten plus one, two, three, four, five. Oh. Six. Six damage. Alright. And it takes a negative two again. Alright, so the penalty is now negative two instead of negative four when it attacks. Um, can I also... I want to use a free action. Okay. I'm going to uh, use my hidden strike. Okay. I, I, I don't know if this is helpful at all. Uh, basically, i got to make a buff check if it exceeds the passive insight of the cube. Um, they believe something or someone else was the source of the triggering attack, and I'm invisible until my next turn. Um, okay, sure. You can use that. Bad. So my bluff is uh, plus three. <laughs> 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 a crit miss. Wow. Uh, oh, dear. The cube is not fooled. <laughs> it wasn't me. It wasn't me. Yeah. <laughs> I can't believe a cube has like a passive insight greater than four. <laughs> the cube's like, what do you take Jell- me for? Jello is not insightful. <laughs> uh, let me check its passive insight just to make sure. Yeah, I, I'm, I'm sorry. Now that's not gonna, it's not gonna do it. Do cubes? Do cubes come in a flavor? Death. Mmm, <laughs> tasty. <laughs> uh, Bereneth whistles as if she doesn't know what's going on. The cube is not fooled. <laughs> cube number one. Oh, Brandon, do you get? Have you oh. shifted or moved? Shift, shift yeah, towards I'm gonna, me. Yeah, I'm just. I'm gonna move back. Okay. Uh, cube number one is going to shift one in and oops, take Rikis with me. Uh, he takes damage for moving, I believe. Or was that just till the end of your turn before? Uh, let me just double check here. That was... uh, If the target moves during its next turn, it takes cold damage equal to plus two your dexterity modifier. So it takes four damage. Okay, that's fine. He'll take four damage. That's cool. Cube is fine with that. Uh, (laughs) uh, He goes vertical once again and then comes down and slams uh, Galford for 17. Uh, That'll hit. That's against against my AC. Hi, Galford. Yeah. But I got a plus two to AC from Branith for the rest Ooh, of the encounter. so it does not hit. Ooh. That does not hit. <laughs> uh, that'll bring up Tala. Okay. I'm going to go ahead and use my Fires of Life for this. So roll twice. Roll twice. Yeah, because it's against their oh, okay, reflex. So... And it's a burst thing, so I have to roll against both of them. Okay, tell me which one you were rolling against first here, like... Uh, number two, number one, respectively. Alright, they're both hit. Okay, awesome. Nice. So, they both take a d6 plus four. Um, I will give myself the hit points. So I'll get... Seven back, yay. Okay. So, seven and nine damage, respectively. 
Oh no, that you just. Oh, they take the same damage. damage. Yeah, so seven. Okay. Okay. Uh, so seven damage. Uh, okay. For the first time, these things are starting to look like they're losing some of their luster. Well, they're they are jello. But they're they're looking a little sluggish. They're kind of droopy. Like they're not keeping their <laughs> solid cube form. Like they're kind it's, of like. Well, oh. she burned them, right? So. Uh, yes. Yeah. So you know they're melting. As an uh, after effect, um, somebody within five squares gains hit points equal to my con my modifier, so they'll gain two I points. I thought you took them. No, there's a... The primary effect, which is... Um, okay, let's read I, it. Hold on a second. Uh, the five, and the ongoing five fire damage. So they both get ongoing five fire damage. Uh, if the target drops below zero hit points because uh, before it saves against the ongoing the creature of your choice. Five, okay. Uh, after effect, one creature of your choice with five within five squares of the target regains hit points. Okay. Earlier, you called the hit points. I can take them back away from me if you want. I got... So, like, you rolled and got seven hit points No, back. I... No, there's one creature that I get to choose that gains my hit points equal to... Yes. Five plus my con, and then as an after effect, I can pick a creature to gain the con- just a constitution mod. Yeah, At that's least right. that's one, my understanding One creature of, of your choice within five squares of the target regains hit points equal to your constitution modifier. No, no, just one, one, one thing. No, it's two. It's two. Uh, so it's one creature of your choice within five squares. The target regains hit points equal to plus five. Oh, you're five, right. That, your okay, you're right. Fire. Yeah, that's then initial that, hit, and then afterward. I'm and then sorry. Just the con modifier, not the plus five. Okay, so who who else is getting the? Uh... Uh, Galford would like that. <laughs> <laughs> um. Since I was creeping your uh, creeping your profile. Well, everyone. Yeah, remember you're mad at Galford. We don't like I'm, Galford right yeah, now. Yeah, I'm mad. I'm mad at him. So. Actually, Baranith was trying to save you from the cubes. So yeah, give it to Baranith. Yeah, I was giving it to Baranith. Thank you. Woo! Damn, sassy. Did I hear another meow? Um, <laughs> it's more of a hit, actually. Okay. Uh, Galford, your turn, speaking of you. Uh, okay, so Galford gives Tallow the finger. No, just joking. <laughs> um, Makes sense. Okay. And I can only shift one without him getting a free shot at me, eh? Indeed. Shisa. Um If I try, can I try my ghost sound as an at will to see if I can distract cube one long enough to be able to shift more than one square away from him, or is that a flat encounter rule? That's just a flat encounter rule. Damn. Okay. Um, uh, I've got a good idea, guys. All right. I know, I know you wanted to get them close. When it's my turn, I could use Tidal Spirit Shot and push number two. Towards me? Yeah. Okay, well, let me let me uh, take a shot here at number one anyways, and then um, uh, I will just use Fastening Shadows against number one. Fifteen uh, against Will. That'll hit. Okay. 1d8 plus six psychic damage. Nine. Nice. nice. All right. Uh, also, you can pull the target up to two squares, but bleh. Okay, never mind. Yeah, you're right up against Yeah. Yeah. If it tries to attack me again, though, it will take uh, one more damage. Okay. Uh, Trixie, your turn. Trixie? 
Give me a second. I was trying to read. My eyeballs have stopped working. Oh, that's <laughs> Think of it this way. There's no more wrestling randomness, so I can do this on a regular time on Saturday now. Okay, good, because I can't do this this late ever again. <laughs> no, it's this was this was a fool's errand. This really was. Whose so. idea was this? Hey, we had to get our show in. We had to. I agree. It's my fault that the other one got scrapped. That's cool. I'm doing no, fine. It's your computer. Computer's <laughs> fault. Shut up, Shane. <laughs> Dude, this you know, is really I, hot. If I lived back in California, I wouldn't be so bad. I just had too long to get used to. Yeah. Oh so, no, man, it's hot right now. Like. I know, I heard you had a heat wave today. Yeah. Um, let's see. Okay, I'll just do my melee. Oh, no, not close enough. Crap. Um, I'm just going to scoot forward one. I know we're trying to lure him back, but I'm hoping maybe I can just beat him up. So I'm going to scoot forward one and do my melee basic attack, which is a d20 plus five. Seventeen versus AC. Yeah, that'll hit. Yay! <laughs> and then uh, D ten plus one five. <laughs> <laughs> <Woo>. Yay! <laughs> Something. Uh, so the thing shudders again and makes that <laughs> sound. <laughs> <laughs> Can we throw and some bread at it? <laughs> It became a pigeon. And the thing just quivers all over. Oh, uh, gelatinous cube number two. Uh, the thing quivers again and goes vertical. Oh, God damn it! And then... Uh, Leave me alone! Two comes down and 22. Right. That will hit you. Damn. Yeah. I was doing... I was trying to be helpful. <laughs> uh, this is 2d6 plus 9. Ooh. I'm dead. 18 damage. I'm dead. Oh. You are down. Well, what happened to the plus 5 temporary hit points, though? Was that already added? Or they were inside the cube they when that got the cube, launched. Yeah. Yeah. Yep. Honesty I don't want to die this early. <laughs> did you think I did? wanted to back in the day? <laughs> uh, so the cube comes down and, and just smacks... Trixie, just down. Oh man! So Never instantly, you guys, again, she gets hit and just starts snoring, just, just instantly. That's <laughs> that's how hard she got hit. Uh, and then uh, the cube shifts one. Look at it this way, Trixie. You're not in the negative like I was last time. <laughs> okay. Uh, Rikus, your turn. You're going to take five damage and go ahead and roll your saving throw. Three. You saved nothing. I'm going to bed. <laughs> uh, Rikus is bloodied, and it is uh, Tholomon's turn. All right. It's me. Um, I'm going to move up right around here. And I am going to do what I said I was going to do. I'm going to do the title. The eesh, title spare shot. Alright, let me do D20 plus 10. Uh, 10. Alright, this should be good. Um, 15. Against AC? Yeah. That's gonna be a no. Ah! 
You do have a power called Heroic Effort. Uh, heroic Effort you can use once per encounter. It's an encounter power. Uh, I'll use that, it. Okay, I didn't tell you what it did. It gives you AIDS. <laughs> so now you have AIDS. Um, no! <laughs> heroic AIDS. No. Heroic AIDS. Heroic uh, AIDS. Um, no, it, it, what it does is it gives you a plus four bonus to your attack roll. So that just kind of... Yeah. So, Makes it. Yeah. So you, you, you hit the thing. So go ahead and roll your uh, damage. All right. So 1d10 plus one. All right. So six. Six damage. Okay. And I'm guessing you're pushing it inward one? Yeah. Yep. Okay. So this little tidal wave of water hits it, and it's pushed a little further in. And Brianna, your turn. Or Baranith, sorry. Wow. Brianna. Wow. I'm thinking of... A little bit of group one Wrong character. I'm sorry. That's that's a session for later today that I'm going to be playing. Lovely. (laughs) (laughs) Don't tell group one. They'll break my knees. Um, So I'm going to move here. I'm going to use... Uh, Wait a second. Whoa, 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 whoa. Uh, you, you were touching it, so if you do that, it's going to get an opportunity attack against Ooh. you. Oh, I was touching it? Yep. I don't remember touching it. You're, you're touching it right there. <sighs> Alright, so I'm going to stay where I am. <laughs> um, so as a minor action, I'm going to use my healing word. Okay. Uh, so I'm going to uh, share that with uh, Trixie. Good choice. <laughs> so you target can spend a healing surge and regain one d six additional hit points. So uh, go ahead, Brandeth, roll one d six. Three. Would you like to spend a healing surge? Uh, yeah, Trixie. Okay. Uh, <laughs> you are up to. I mean, 10. no. I just want to hang out. <laughs> no, I'm good. good. <laughs> uh, so uh, Trixie, Trixie here. wakes up. Uh, and Brandeth, go ahead and take the rest of your turn. Okay, so I'm going to use my um, Moment of Glory. It's one of my dailies. Ooh. It's stand- standard action, close blast five, um, hitting each enemy in the blast. Okay. Uh, it's Wisdom versus Will, D20 plus seven. Big money, big money. <laughs> 21. 21 yeah. will hit number 2 and now roll for number 1. 21 yeah. again. Nice. Wow, snake eyes. Um so <laughs> Wait, what? So myself and each Sorry. ally in the it's first game resist 5 to all damage until the end of my next turn. Resist 5 to all damage. Now that doesn't count for Rikus. Uh, okay. Cuz he's in um, the belly of the cube. Yeah. <laughs> Um, and also, it says I push the target three squares and knock it prone. So, uh, no, if Jello can be prone, I guess yeah. So prone, okay. Uh, do you want to push them together? Jello. So the object is to what? Push them together like that? Uh, okay. Make it one Jello. Uh, uh, together they form Super Jello. They regain all their hit points, <laughs> and they oh, all right, no, no. Uh, did Solomon give them AIDS? Are they like a big AIDS jello cube? No. I threw peas at him. Oh, he has AIDS. Man, yes. It's so late. I'm so tired. Solomon has AIDS. That's canon. Now, hey, I um, just got bees. That's what they call it. They call, Oh, you got the bees? Oh, I'm so sorry. Yeah, they're my they're AIDS. The they help me. Uh, so, 
What do they do? Light filing? What do they? Yeah. Um, this is getting out of hand. I'm sorry. It's fucking 4 a.m. Um, <laughs> I'm going to gnaw my own arm off to get away. Uh, gelatinous cube number one stands up, I guess. His, his, a cube can do that. And then uh, it... He grew And then goes vertical. <laughs> and runs after the comes almost immediately. It's going to fly. And it's swinging at Galford and Toots misses. So and takes one damage from my intelligence modifier from the previous turn. Takes one damage for his modifier from the previous turn. <laughs> and go ahead, Tala. Okay. Um, encounter. Call the herd. That's a it hit. Uh, that's against one creature. What are you swinging at? It's I'm swinging at number two. Two. Uh, that's against Will. That'll hit. Yes. Yes. Yay. Okay. And then two d8s. Yay. It's a big hit. Did I kill it? <laughs> uh, eighteen. Not quite. But the oh. thing is, oh. the thing is shaking all over and making that erratic. Does <laughs> it's just making that <laughs> noise. Sad pigeon. Yeah. Yeah. The putties from Power Rangers. It, uh, it, sound, it's a, it just sounds like Bill Cosby pushing pudding pops. It's all like awesome, bosom pudding. No, Jello. The pudding pops. Yeah, Galford, your turn. All right, so Galford loads up his unseely sprites, summons them, and yes. twenty-four. Now, so that's burst two each enemy in the burst. So let's say that was for number one. That hits one. Now, now do it again for two. Okay. 18. That's also versus uh, Reflex. Okay, fine. They're both hit. They're both hits. Okay. Yeah. Great. And 1d6 plus 6. 7. Uh, oh, and also it takes uh, 1 poison damage equal to my intelligence modifier, so 8. It takes 8. Okay. Uh, let's see here. Uh, gelatinous cube number two is dead. It yes. just kind yes. of melts. Another yes. killing strike for Galford. Um, and as a little bonus for your XP for making the killing strike, I'm gonna, I'm gonna, I'm gonna give you a little bump. Nice. Your, yeah. Are you uh, not entertained? <laughs> Trixie, your turn. All right, I'm gonna scoot forward. Uh, uh, actually, you have to stand. Up. Oh, I have to stand up. That's your move. Oh, well, great. <laughs> <laughs> that took a lot of effort. <laughs> Tons of it. Off your butt, Trixie. So, can I use my executioner's noose after I stand up? Sure. This is action ranged five. Okay. So, you got your Wonder Woman lasso, and you're <laughs> going to whip it at this cube. Oh, the truth! Oh, Twenty plus seven. <laughs> Nineteen. Uh, that'll hit. So, it's pulled two here. Oh. <laughs> oh we're flanking. Uh, Rikus is still inside of it. Uh, <laughs> being digested, like, um... But he's still uh, no-selling it, though. Yes. He's just angry. Stoic as fuck. Um, and what damage was that? It says uh, 1d6 plus 6. Okay. 
Um, dexterity modifier, force damage, and you pull the target two squares. The target is slowed until the end of your next turn. All right, so it's slowed. Uh, now roll 1d6 plus 6. 10. 10 damage. All right, so... Nice. Smack the shit out of its joey ass. Uh, let's see here. Rikus, your turn. You're going to take 5 damage. <laughs> Poor guy. I'm glad you got that that acid resist armor. Go ahead and roll your roll your save, Rikus. <laughs> oh my god. He's swimming. Not since the great Tyler Wilson have I seen such rolls. Just keep <laughs> swimming. Just keep when, swimming. When Jason, when he was uh, fighting the vampire. Uh, I'm I'm thinking more uh, in the Cobalt Cavern. Uh, way way oh, okay. episode one. Uh, that yeah, that's a four, Cook. I'm I'm really really sorry. <laughs> a cookie's uh, only half awake, so he's only getting like half the rolls. Yeah. <laughs> uh, Solomon, go ahead. All right, uh, I'm gonna move up to like, ugh, just up to this little two spaces. Uh, I'm gonna use my biting swarm again. Okay. Uh, so D twenty. Plus 10. 27. 27 will hit. Yes. And now D10 plus 6. 7. Uh, okay, 7 damage. Um, the thing is cooing like crazy. Just just like shaking and shivering all over. Just kind of like almost like a growl. Almost. Uh... And that will bring up Baraneth. Alright. Uh, I just want to see if I have anything in my armory here that can uh, help out Rickus. Mm. You could sing, it, sing to it again. You know, it's kind of singing right now. Do, do I have to sing while I do yeah. my strike? You, you can, can if you like. It's like a duet. Uh, if you really want to immerse the listeners in what we're doing here, you absolutely can. <laughs> Um. Well, I gotta pick a song. Uh, Something about pigeons and cubes. That'll I don't narrow was, it down. I'll make a deal with you. If if you just name the song, I'll put it in. Oh, I was gonna sing like uh, Katy Perry's "I Kissed an Elf" and I liked it. <laughs> God, oh, why do that? I just took six psychic damage. <laughs> don't Duncan trick. Now I gotta go actually. Did you just put the Cosby Show theme because it's Jello? Nope. Yes, Wait, I was going to ask you, did you, do you make Duncan sing every time, or did you? No, I didn't. I'm, I'm just... Uh, but I did offer, like, if he did sing, I'd give him a plus two to his attack roll. What? <laughs> well, that's just being generous. That, no, it, it's being fair. Your humiliation is totally worth plus two. <laughs> it's not humiliating. It's I'm kidding. Plus two is totally worth humiliation, yes. Yeah. Uh, so, uh, Baraneth, go ahead and, and roll. Let the pigeons um. loose. Oh. <laughs> really? Sorry. Uh, 16 versus what? Sorry, uh, that's, um, I moved. Uh, 16 versus, um, cube number one, because he's the only one left. Uh, wisdom versus AC. That's gonna miss. Shut up! It's gonna miss. <laughs> you Unless you'd like to sing. 
Sing to the cube. <laughs> sing, sing, the, sing the rap part of the Sunday song. <laughs> <laughs> We're hey, look, riding. There's a tree. A there goes a corn. That car's orange. Nothing rhymes with orange. That car's orange. Nothing rhymes with orange. Let's go to Let's church. Let's go to church. That counts as singing. I'll give you a plus two, ma'am. Uh, that, that hits the cube. The question is, would uh, she be singing if it wasn't this early in the morning? I don't know, but I'm totally taking advantage. <laughs> Pastor Jim is so fun. <laughs> you know I gotta play that fucking song underneath this now? Yes. Yeah, Pastor Jim's, like, bones are inside the cube right now. There's just a Bible floating there. So it's Pastor Jim and Rika. But isn't Ferguson here today, or is he usually here? Uh, Ferguson was in the first, the other cube, cube number two. Yeah. He's dead, too. Oh. The cube wiped out the entire congregation. Oh man! So that's 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 ten, right? Yes. Okay, ten damage will kill the cube. Yes. Thank God. Gotta get down on Sunday. My my, my cover tune, Rebecca Black cover tune, Christian rap, says "Kill the cube." Guys, it's killed you know what? People. You know what day it is? It's Sunday. It's Sunday today. It's Sunday. Please, let's not. Um, that cube was orange. So, out of the cube, at, when it when it just kind of melts and just like it's not sentient anymore, it just kind of ugh, and uh, Rikus just comes spilling out of it, like out of existence. <laughs> he's not amused. Uh, and immediately after the victory. Um, it took a while, so uh, a few more people have filed in since since you guys had started, and uh, the guards come back and reshackle you, take your weapons and armor, oh. uh, and usher you back into the, the the gate and the blackness beyond, where oh. there is no natural light. And I think that's a good time for us to stop for this week. Okay. Huge victory. We didn't even get to play up to the crowd after we defeated the cubes, and Rikus is covered with cube, orange cube afterbirth. I'm the only one who's clean uh, from the cube. I didn't get hit once by it. That's what you yeah. want to brag about. That to score yeah. points with your new friends. That's what you. I didn't get hit, guys. I didn't get hit at all. Yeah. Hey, I, I got the girls out of the cube. Did you? Because I remember. Yeah. Okay, well, that's. Yeah, yeah you did. Remember? You I, did. And, okay. And. Even though Galford's a prick, he stayed by Rikus' side the entire time and tried to fight the cube that contained Rikus. But no one will notice that, of course. I was saving the girls, buddy. (laughs) So, uh... Well, someone has to. It's about damn time. Yeah. See? Well, Rikus probably would have tried if he weren't being devoured. If I remember correctly, the last time I actually did a lot more than just sit on my ass and basically (laughs) do nothing. So... That's not well, usually the guys are hanging in the back, so they. Well, hey, hey, I just want to note that the lost episode, I I Doesn't did count. not that take wasn't a and I got cannon. into the face of what we were facing. So I'm that just may saying. as well. I'm just saying that may as well have been fanfic. Doesn't count. Fanfic. Okay, never mind. They, we patched <laughs> that up with an update. Uh, I'm I'm gonna let everybody go here, but thank you very much for hanging out. Uh, Brian sounds like he's going to hit me. Somehow. I think this went well. <laughs> I'm so tired. That's why none of this is funny. Like I'm just, I know, I know, I know. It's okay. I've changed into my glasses now. I'm just gonna go crawl into bed. Oh. It could have gone worse. It could have gone. Shut worse. up, Shane.
Oh, they went by pretty slow. <laughs> Just shut up. Yes, I'm going to get in a plane, fly to California, and live shut in California. Shut up, Steve. Yeah. Let's um, all tuck Brian in and, and go to bed. Yeah. yeah. Brian needs some warm milk and a cookie. He does. Um, I, I, I'll talk to you guys later. Thank you very much. I'll wake up in a couple hours and get ready for group one. Oh, yeah. <laughs> Good job, guys. Good night, everybody. Good oh, night, fuck. Guys. No, I gotta take... Okay. Good night, guys. Bye. Take care.